Welcome back to another evening of D&D. We are Not Great RPG, and we are here tonight for the city of Oshwamp. Uh, you will see some stuff on the camera, probably in front of us a little bit, because uh, we're testing having the platform raised up. Um, but that's mostly for us. While you're doing the recap, I'm going to go in there and turn on the uh, the text-to-speech The thing. caption yeah, thing. Yeah, because I forgot to turn that on. Cool. Uh, still getting that as part of my routine. Um, but we're back again for some fun, probably. Mm-hmm. It's fun. I enjoy it. Fun. It's it's great. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> we'll go around the table real quick and say who we are, and then we will let John get into the recap, mm-hmm. and we will do, do things. Uh, so anyway, I am Don, Boosted Gorilla, and I play Ethier Revia, the Grave Domain Cleric, in this one. Uh, I am not Lawrence, and for at least tonight, I play <laughs> Yalum Lo. Mm-hmm. My name's Billy, and I'm playing Buck. I'm Sarah, and I'm playing Ritoro. <laughs> and I'm DJ, and I'll be playing Nesgrim. Very good. And I'm John, the Dungeon Master of the City of Oshwamp. Uh, our last episode, we had a interesting uh, affair in the lower cathedral that exists below the orphanage that we didn't know about. Uh, the statue of Sabrina that was behind the blood reservoir quaked against the lid of the podium. Uh, Ethier and Yalumlo told Buck to take Sister Madeline away from the horrifying scene of the, you know, eviscerated body of her good friend Amber that was totally dead. Totally dead. Um, Ethier saw at the back uh, as he threw an illuminated light. He found another mosaic of the city of Oshwamp as he knew it. That looked as though it was still in a an intact mosaic with smoke billowing out from it. Looked as though the city was in its golden age, uh, but it was slashed with three enormous gashes through it. Uh, below them, he found the uh, decrepit, rotting, skeletal remains of six enormous creatures that he did not know at the time were orcs, but it did eventually find out later. Uh, we grabbed some skulls, we grabbed some bones, and we ran the fuck away because the statue was coming to life, and we realized that and ran the fuck away. Uh, we got to the antechamber, Don decided to pause and do, you know, ye old ritual, and, you know, the statue got closer, and Yalumlo kept an eye on it, so. You can't blame me for thinking it was an Indiana Jones scenario. I mean, yeah, if you, uh, leave with the, the body that the body would be bound to the location, that's... Yeah, something sure. like that, it would just, you know, melt... Yeah, something. Whatever you thought. I thought. <laughs> it's good that you thought. Used my finger. <laughs> Used it. Uh, yeah, so, um, well, we had uh, the infernal script of the signatures of the sisters on the podium below uh, the statue of Sabrina. We saw the name of Woe fade away. We ran up. We sealed the statue of Osador inside of the chapel. Uh, we had the horrifying images of Sister Amber through Ethier's rituals, uh, her confessing that she had left in the year 8052, which is not the current year, and was terrified when Ether introduced himself as a spirit guide and was like, why am I in need of a spirit guide? I'm just a teenage girl who works part-time in an orphanage. What the fuck's going on? Uh... But yeah, you know, Don, in his usual creepy way, gave her gave her the old spirit guiding. It was great. <laughs> um, Did you say it was a spirit guiding bolt? It was a guiding bolt. I like that. 
Uh, oh, rip. <sighs> yeah, back inside of the chapel, Nesgrim eventually came to. Retor concluded her bear shape. We did some healing. We did some gathering. We decided what we wanted to do. Uh, we went up to check on... Uh, well, we permitted Madeline, some of us permitted Madeline to go to bed alone. Uh, she was, you know, covered in the blood of her missing friend from 11 years ago. Uh, you know, the usual shit that happens. Uh, Sarah's was just angrily spamming her. I did not do that. Is that what you're saying in binary? Beep, 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 beep. Uh, yeah, so we... It's not lighting up. Uh, we, you know, went uh, to leave the orphanage, and we saw, as we left, uh, Sister Madeline standing in the snow outside amidst the rubble foundation of one of the burnt homes that exists right south of the orphanage itself. Uh, we called out to her, went over to her, and she claimed that Carolyn, her good old friend, was calling to her <laughs> from beneath the snow. Um this is the area that we put together is the recollection for the name Grief, as told to us and discerned from the Infernal Script. Uh, Madeline refused to go back to the orphanage, and we had to bait her over towards uh, the Pawn Man, uh, lying to her and telling her that we would be able to get her some of that delicious tea, uh, which, you know, she was still charmed by, so she acquiesced and followed us along. Uh, we bargained with Clark for his protection services for people inside of the city. He accepts their payment um, in exchange for hiding him in the cellar below his storage room in the back. Uh, we then went back to Corin because this was the person that we assumed would be capable of fixing her. Um, and while we were there, we investigated our magical items, finding out some pretty interesting things that we should totally remember for this evening. Um, I don't think I need. I don't the, think I need to remember mine too. The much, bead huh? of nourishment. Yeah, it's not going to do me <laughs> or much refreshment. Good. Yeah, it's not going to do me much you good. You never right know, now. dude. <laughs> Might be tea involved. It could not be. Great. Uh, yeah. So, uh, you know, in route we had some shenanigans. We met the the young angry entertainer guard who serves in North Guard. Uh, we met the callous drunk ridiculous guy who serves in West Guard during the night. But we made it back to Corin. Um told him effectively everything because this is a character that we trust uh we saw that matt uh mary bell had attempted to redecorate you know corin's horrifying dirt cellar with some slightly pretty looking rugs and tape uh tapestries but you know not not still a cellar you know you can only polish a turd so much uh but that's a thing what oh you looked confused <laughs> Um, it's an actual phrase, believe it or not. It is. It's weird that it is. Uh, yeah, so we told Corin about the fate of Amber herself, um, and then we also told him that we had information about the whereabouts of his long-lost wife, Carolyn, and the fact that Madeline supposedly was calling out to her in the area underneath the uh, burnt home by the orphanage, as Madeline had used her name there specifically, and when he recognized again, as the party did, uh, the connection between her name and Sister Grief. Uh, he asked them to please watch over Mary Bell and immediately burst out. Uh, we successfully rested for the evening. Uh, before that, though, Ether had his visions from the two skulls that, as I said previously, uh, he did discern eventually were orcs because as he utilized his ritualistic abilities, uh, he saw them holding 
gold coins in their hands, uh, permitting them to fall through them, and once more repeating the phrase, Oshuai Wampu. Uh, we rested uh, with the two elves meditating, and about seven-ish hours into their rest, so at approximately four o'clock in the morning, uh, Ethier and Ritora were startled by the door being suddenly pushed open and the bloody figure of Koring standing in its frame, clutching a, a deep gash in his chest right near his diaphragm, and he had three gash marks in his one cheek. Uh, and he announced that they are coming and told them that he is sorry and that he has failed everyone. So we pick up not here, in the dreams of Yalumlo. And if everyone else would please leave. Holy <laughs> <laughs> shit! Be right back! That's why you told us not to get comfortable. Yeah, don't get comfy. <laughs> chat, so please I, don't I type anything comfy. from mm-hmm. this in the chat. You can react to it, but please don't type anything about it because we obviously will see it when we come back and we don't want to know. Thanks, bye. Mm-hmm. Also, I'm leaving my phone. Mm-hmm. Same. Mm-hmm. Tell me a story, John. So... Amidst your sleep, um, you are gifted with the typical visions. Uh, however, this one to you is quite atypical compared to what you would have ex- previously experienced in your homeland. You see, not from the traditional uh, perspective of the home woods that you grew up in, you see almost this overcast sky extending out forever above you as though you're laying on your back. You can feel around you this horrifying chill for what feels like it covers your face, but you're unable to direct your gaze outside of what is above you. It's almost as though it is affixed to this. The clouds begin to part. You watch as there are strikes of lightning and booms of thunder. You hear in the distance what sounds like the horrifying heavy squishing thuds of boots amidst mud. You hear hundreds of these footprints as though they are stomping in unison akin to a marching order. So you again still keep your gaze affixed on the sky, unable to move. As you hear these boot steps, you hear what sounds like in the distance, again echoing as though far away, you are unable to discern how far, what sounds like an uproarious, in unison, chanting, in a language that you are not familiar with. You would not have heard this language in any of your other states, and you have not heard this language in your time in Oshwamp or in your home woods. Hmm. Now, as you hear this uproarious chanting, you feel that perpetual chill face still around your face or sorry that perpetual chill around your face as another strike of lightning suddenly parts the sky you see this overwhelming mist white fog roaring over as though it consumes the sky above you and the chill grows deeper you feel as though you should shudder but you don't know what should shudder as though there is this ethereal disconnect between you and what you're seeing Mm. you hear the chanting begin to grow distant and fade and then you hear calls and horns blaring in the distance as though 
an alarm, possibly, but you hear horns echoing, and you are unsure from where they locate. As the fog begins to cloud over the entirety of your vision, you hear once more those curious, different voices that you are unfamiliar with, and then you hear the one word ring out in a gruff voice, shouting, Oshuhai Wampu. And you hear the muddy footprints fade away, and the mist, the fog, stretches out from your vision. And then suddenly, slowly fading into vision, as though from the side, Mm. as though stretching in from your peripheral, sliding in, you see a horrid, deep, dark, forest-green face with long, white tusks protruding, You can see that the eyes look milky white as though opaque, as though unable to see. And you can see that surrounding this green, horrifying visage, you see an ethereal blue light emanating out from it as you watch a hand come down, consuming your face, closing you in darkness. And then you will awaken when everyone else is awakening. You guys may return. Thank you. Welcome back, everyone. So how many of us are still alive? Oh, you guys are alive. As <laughs> I killed I, you in your sleep. As I, figured. I, uh, I figured. As I said, uh, that was the uh, dream state of our good friend Yalumlo. Uh, so, Ethir and Ritora, you oh. are standing here with the limp figure of Corin in your arms. Buck, Yalumlo, and Nesgrim, you awaken to the sound of the door suddenly crashing against the dirt wall and you watch as you begin to come to and start to collect your consciousness you watch as Ritora and Ethir rush towards Corin's figure holding him up um uh, something is horribly wrong help. here okay hold him there okay I jump to my feet <laughs> and I have both my swords out I'm like Aah. and I what? walk over with lay on hands pull I heal him for five. Pull that down. Yeah. Yeah. Turn off first, and then. Uh, Your button. And then just yeah. Oh, perfect. We're, ah. we're steady on the timer though. Okay. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> it's fine. So I use lay on hands, pull, heal corn for five. Okay. So yeah, you rush over, you lay your hands, and you channel your mystifying, magical, divine energies into this creature. And you watch as he, again, begins to just slightly shake and a deep breath echoes out. The puff of air kind of striking the two of you at the top of your head. 
you feel him breathing in your arms. Does he look more stable? I mean, slightly, but not well. Okay. I'm going to reach into my bag and pull out my helmet of telepathy. Okay. And put it on and attempt to read his thoughts. Okay. So it can read thoughts or it can communicate thoughts. Uh, for the duration, you could read the thoughts of certain creatures. I can focus my mind on any one creature that you can see within 30 feet of you. If the creature you chose has an intelligence, blah, 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 blah. Uh, so I learn the surface thoughts of the creature, what's most on its mind at that moment. As an action, I can shift it to another creature's thoughts or attempt to probe cool. deeper. So, you probe into the base level of his thoughts, and you see him standing amidst the snow so as though he is thinking of this moment as he is standing over what looks like the door to a cellar in the framework of the snow-covered home and then he looks up and his memories his visions flash with a white light and a pale blue illumination and that is what his surface level of what he is thinking of. He is seeing that particular moment. So in terms of emotional conveyance, you can tell that there is dismay. There is fear. Okay. Um, what happened to him? Uh, I am not certain. Did but he say anything? He, he said not they're coming. said anything. They're coming. Yes. Um, Who is coming? I, I don't know. He said that he failed us and he is sorry, but um, in his mind, I can see him standing in the snow out by likely the house that he went to. Can we get him out of here? I am not sure. While this is happening, I'm going to move toward the door. Okay. Stand near the door and just oh, listen for whatever. The door Bell? is open. Mary Bell is asleep. Okay. Uh, in kind of like the corner of the room, just huddled up in a blanket. Yeah, I would go to wake her, and I'm also going to uh, summon my sword to my hand. Very good. Uh, I'm going to uh, probe deeper. If he doesn't want to allow that, he has to make a wisdom saving throw. 17. Okay. <laughs> okay, yep, I can't get anything else then. Do I hear anything near the door? Uh, so first, are you summoning at, as a longsword once more? Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, you guys still, amidst the panic rush of this situation, you kind of feel that same ambient blue ethereal light that you had watched from when you saw the separation around Sister Amber when Yalumlo's sword glowed when it was inside of her chest. Okay. You hurry over, Yalumlo, and you prepare to what you begin to wake Mary Bell. Mm. Okay. I'd like to use primeval awareness. Okay. Um, which, as an action, you expend one ranger spell slot per minute, one minute per level cell spot, blah, 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 mm -hmm. um, to sense whether any aberrations, celestials, dragons, elementals, fey, fiends, or undead are present within one mile of you or within up to six miles in your favored terrain. Mine's mountains. I don't know. We're in the so, city. So, yeah, we are not technically inside of mountains. Uh, a mile, though, is a grand area. So you can tell that there are... Uh, could you give me the list again? Aberration, Fey, Fiend, Undead, um, Celestial? Aberrations, Celestials, Dragons, Elementals, Fey, Fiends, and Undead. 
So, uh, in terms of just not overwhelming you with the abundance of the All other of these things <laughs> in the city. Oh, I'm getting a lot of background radiation. Uh, yeah, so if you're going off of the perspective of, like, radar or something like that, you mm-hmm. would feel... It just blips all over the place. <laughs> all around you. I this will town also, is so fucked up. I will also tell you that in perspective of their relation near you, uh, you can detect some mild wisps of relation to Faye. They are not genuine Fey, but they are Fey born. Uh, you can detect celestial as well. Uh, and then obviously like pure celestial? Uh, not pure celestial. Again, similar okay, celestial gotcha, gotcha. born as though somewhere along the lines in the hereditary. Uh, so I would, you know, say a weaker signal All if right. you want to put it in that All perspective. Right. But I don't want to like say, no, none of the people that kind of have this blood, they're off limits. They're not off limits to that uh, kind of effect. Uh, and then obviously you detect undead from Corrin himself. Mm-hmm. Uh, from nearby, you do not detect anything, but you hear at the height of the steps what sounds like footprints. Well, not footprints, but you sound footsteps at the second door on the height. Okay. I'm above you. Everyone? Or just status update. Here's what's going on. And I, relay I would all say that. you would all kind of hear them because again, you would hear the crunching of the snow as it oh, parts okay. and separates. Right, and you would hear people pausing at the upper door. Okay. Did he leave it open? The upper door? No, the door it's frame closed. that is right that behind him is still open because he is still standing in this door frame. Okay. Okay, um, I'm gonna turn into the door frame and just watch, see if why y'all close the door. Well, because our door is broken off the hinges, correct? Oh, I thought he just he just opened he didn't it break it. Okay. He like right. smashed it against. It's not broken, but not the best shape. But can, I will say not broken. Can we no. put him down? Can we get him into the corner of the room? Yeah. Put him where I was. Yes, and I'm. Now, knowing the door's not broken, Maybe don't it. put him in there. I am not certain what effects that will have on him. That is a very Fair specific point. spot. Is there a bed? Did we... Is there a bed in this room? Uh, it's not... There's not a bed. There is the casket filled with skulls, and then there is the slight depression <laughs> in the other corner of the room. Uh, that is where Nesgrim had slept the prior night. I think that the, might be the only place. I think that's. I think that's his bed. Okay. I don't... I don't know. As you are standing here in the area, in the small cracks where the timber meets of the upper door and below the base, you see this trickling black fog begin to creep through and slowly slide down the steps. Close the fucking door. I close the door. (laughs) What's going on? There's black fog upstairs. And then kick dirt in front of the opening at the bottom. (laughs) Black fog. So you are we in the dark right now? You guys know. I would assume somebody has some kind of ambient torch that they would have lit. I'll okay. cast light. You on guys my shield. would not have well, sat in the dark something. all night. I have light cantrip. Okay. I'll say I cast I it on have my shield. A moon touch short sword. Yeah, it that as well. That's that all it does. It's well. <laughs> uh, also a sword. It's very helpful. Yeah. Can it's a perfectly good short sword. Of the room, please. There's glows. something I must do. We are moving him towards the corner of the room. So you, uh, the corner with the depression and the dirt, 
or the that... corner where Mary Bell is asleep and Yalumlo is waking her up. There Which... is also the front right corner, is which this... is only about ten feet away from the door. Is this the room that we're in here? Uh-huh. I think right. should put them so, over here. Where am I at? You be... would be in the back corner by the table, because that I'll is be where Mary here. Bell would be. Somebody's going to have to reach for me. The two uh, of you were me. at the door with him. Thank you. You were also... I was at the door, yeah. Uh, yep. Can we put him over here? That's nothing. That's the wall. But I, yeah, like, I, that way. But what's behind? <laughs> <laughs> like, not behind the wall. Like, oh, yeah, I'm, I, I, I'm so very small, So I figured small, we'll please. use Brina for Mary Bell. <laughs> sure. And then we'll use that Spooky Man for uh, oh, Corey. Of course. We love Spooky Man. Yes, we do. Uh, so no, Please Mary Bell's over by me. <laughs> I mean, oh right, sorry. Yep. All right, so he's currently right there. Yeah. Can we put him over here? Uh, yes. Someone will need to move him. I am certainly not strong enough. I mean, I'm also holding him. So, as you're closing the door, mm-hmm. you are the one closing the door, correct? Yes. You see the black fog. It looks pervasive, as though it occupies the space. From the ceiling to the steps. Not in like a cubic space, but it looks as though rolling clouds slowly descend the stairs. Like incense falling, like falling. Okay, like and incense smoke falling. Is Correct. there like a landing? Uh, right at the where the, the steps would conclude for the door frame here? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Like a, a small five foot flat space and then door. Okay, I'm going to lay a rope in a circle right there okay the so if you're gonna do that that will prevent him from closing the door if oh. you because so you would have to lay the you're talking about on the landing in front correct like here yeah no 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 or, not not in front inside the inside the on door. the inside, on the inside of, the door. of the door okay i was so saying you, at the bottom of the stairs sure yeah so then you lay the rope right in a circle on the inside of the first step in for the door where yes. is everyone else standing? Uh, we're moving Corin over here, right? So in this time frame, have I been able to wake Mary yes, Bell? Yes, you've been able to wake Mary Bell, and she just kind of looks startled, uncertain as to what is remotely going on. I need you to get as far out of the way of the door as you can. I I could hide here in the corner behind the table. Perhaps. I'm going to cast Snare, like officially. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, on the rope, sure. So she's... Hiding Nobody underneath the table. Here. Sure. So I'll say that she's, you know, obscured slash has partial cover if it comes to that. And I'm going to step to just right inside of the door. Okay. Two, three feet away from the door frame. Enough okay. where I have time to back up if something comes through. Very good. Uh, I, I need... It's, please move him. We, oh, yes, we're, please. Both of us are holding him. Oh, yeah, I'll help. I mean, I cannot... My. I am very weak. <laughs> Cannot move. I'm. A large let's have man. the elves also carry weak. the guy. Is he like even remotely conscious? I mean, he has very labored, beleaguered breathing. Enough that he would be able to like help he would pick himself stumble up. along with whoever okay. leads him along. Yeah, we will put him over here now. As you are in the process of moving him and laying him on the ground. Still, through the small cracks, because this door is obviously not a fully sealed space, darkness begins to pour through the door into the area of the five-foot space 
right in front of it. So the door and its area disappears from your sight. Oh, oh God. Hmm. Even for the people who have dark vision, oh, no. you I are unable up. to see through this pervasive dark mist as it begins to penetrate through the door. I back up. I'm going to cast Fairy Fire. Where? Uh, it's a 20-foot <laughs> cube. Okay. Whoa. Um, so uh, each object in the 20-foot cube within range is outlined in blue, green, in, in a color. Uh, we'll go with uh, blue. We'll go with a light, light, no. That's the color. Uh, pink. Okay. It's going to be pink. Very um, good. Hmm. This is a little unsettling. Uh, any creature <laughs> is outlined in light if it fails a dexterity saving throw. Okay. So, your fairy fire, as you cast this spell and attempt to bathe the door in light, you watch as the pink energy slides out from your extended palm and touches the face of this mist and disperses. Fairy fire is a first level spell, correct? Or second level? It's first level. Yeah, it disperses. Oh, fuck. And you hear the door begin to open. I back up to Retora. And you see darkness rolling in, extending another five-ish feet, filling that first line as though it licks against <laughs> the edge of the casket. Do we hear anything? Can you move me over? Hear anything? You hear yeah. slight footsteps and you hear the door opening. So you know that something has definitively opened this door. Sword and shield. Yeah, I'm going to pull out my quarterstaff and Anyone else lighting. with item interactions or spells to begin here as this six seconds of vacuous space passes. My shield's out. Yes. Um, Go ahead. I'm actually, uh, I'm going to cast bark skin on myself. Okay. Um, I'm going to cast protection from good and evil on Retora. Okay. And... Anyone else? This is six seconds, so obviously if you have a bonus action, oh. I will permit you that. I'll, uh, Searing smite. On yourself? Yep. Okay. I'm going to um, bend down to the figure of Corin and uh, close my eyes and utter an incantation and cast Sanctuary to ward him. On Corin. Yes. Okay. To ward so him for any attack. of you that have casted spells, roll your burnout dice. Oh, crap. I rolled two. I cast two of them. Yes, yeah, safe. <laughs> That's a D... D12. Okay, Nine or six and twelve. Seven. So you're fine. Four. All right. Fine. Twelve. For the first one, three for the second one. <laughs> okay. Um, and you said we can use a bonus action? If you have a bonus action spell, yes. Uh, sir. <laughs> oh, Stop that oh, man. Tell me, tell me what I can do, please. This one's going to be fun. Uh, I can cast wild, use wild shape as a bonus action, right? Or is that, as a moon druid, yes. As a moon druid. Um... Jeez. <laughs> Turn into a blue do you whale. Want to think about what you're transitioning into, like well, what you're transforming you, you into. Give me that? I'll give you that as I'm yeah. describing other things. Yes. Does that affect uh, protection from good and evil? No, it will carry over to her new form. Cool. 
Now, final opportunity. Any other thoughts or intentions in this six seconds of vacuous space? I cast light on my shield. Okay. Yeah, your light strikes that force and does not go through it. Okay. Anything, Alumla? Um, no, I don't think I have anything. Okay. Now, as you all recite your incantations and prepare yourselves, and this darkness continues to roll in, from within it, as though permeating out, you see what looks like these two half-circle, ethereal-like bluish and red, so like part blue, and then as it extends outward it becomes red. Half-circles permeating out, like hip height, as though standing inside of this darkness. And then everything goes quiet. And you feel what could be a pin drop. As though all you hear are the noises inside of your own heads. Roll initiative. I'm terrified. So did it step in the snare? It's not inside yet. It is right outside. It is still in the door frame. Oh, man. Nine. I'm going to need it. Sarah? There. Uh, so I'm going to... You became a bear? Um, yeah. <laughs> um, again, brown Not bear. Standard. It's white. Uh, and I rolled a... I have 19 for initiative. Okay. DJ? I, uh, 15. Lawrence? 8. Don? 19. This music is killing me right now. Okay. Now, uh, Don and Sarah, you both rolled 19s. Would you like to discern which of the two of you you would rather go first, or would you rather heads up roll? You can go first. Yes, I'm going first. Okay. All you see is darkness, Mm -hmm. and amidst this darkness and the space that looks like it is where the doorframe was, you see these pale lights kind of permeating out, as though they look as though they're shaking and vibrating, as though whatever it is is holding these half circles that form around its hands. You know, that kind of half-moon curvature looks quite sharp. Interesting weapon. Um, so they're in the door frame. Uh-huh. Oh, I should have grabbed the bear. Um. Here, I'll grab your one. Thanks. I would like to get, we... I know about uh, Buck's snare, comic. right? Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, I do. told everybody. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I'm going mm-hmm. to, it's a five foot. Mm-hmm. It's just that one square. Mm-hmm. I would like to get right here. Okay. Gotcha. 
And it's still too far away for me to melee attack. Correct. Correct. As you step there, your face would be right at the threshold oh. of the darkness. <laughs> your bare face. Your bare face. <laughs> your white brown bare face. Correct. This is taking up way too much space. I'm bear standing. That's her actual darkness. space, though. Now. Well, I'm, if I'm standing. Oh, on two legs. Sure. Yeah. Okay. I guess like it doesn't. Mm. Yeah, it doesn't make that much of a difference. I guess I'm taking up two spaces. I'm a large creature, so. Mm-hmm. Um. I'm going to stand there, uh-huh. uh, putting myself between this space and. Your friends. My behind friends you? behind me. Uh huh. Um. And I am going to. Uh, oh, you don't know where it is yet, Don. I'm gonna, I'm gonna ready my act, <laughs> ready my attack. Uh huh. For when it comes within melee range of me. Good. <laughs> okay. Uh, and that's. I, do I have to say what kind of attack that is? Uh, no. Multi- okay. Yep. You're good. That's it. Oh, I have to roll my hit points for the bear. Go ahead, Don. Can't you take the average? Could take the average, but it could be so much better. That blew up in your face last time. I'll um, take the average for the bear. <laughs> are I right will now. bonus actual bonus action uh, spiritual weapon. Can you read the components for that spell? Uh, <laughs> uh, Uh, it's vocal and, uh... You can't speak. Oh, okay. Great. Uh, As you open your mouth and attempt to focalize words, you realize nothing comes out. That's fine. What? Do we see him attempt to speak? I mean, you would be in the area, sure. I would say that, like, you kind of watch as Ethier steps forward, begins to do something, and no words come out of his gaping mouth. You okay? You can't speak yeah. either. <laughs> That's where I figured it was going. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Good thing we got a couple of mind readers. Anything, Don? Uh, uh, I shouldn't have used Searing Sprite. I should have used Divine Sprite. <laughs> Lots of regret in this room. <laughs> um, oh, there's so much stress sweat going on right there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I will attempt to, you know, move my hands to make this incantation and realize that I can't because I can't speak and I will just look over horrified as Buck looks to me and tries to speak and nothing happens and I just pull out from my bag uh, one of my bone daggers and just hurl it into the mist. Okay, make an attack roll with disadvantage. Uh, That is a nine. So you watch as your dagger from your hand flies out silently, strikes the mist. Or ten, I'm sorry, but I don't think it matters. And immediately vanishes from your sight. And you hear 
Nothing. As though unable to determine if it even connects with anything. Oh. Wait, so we heard the door open. Right? Correct. Okay. <laughs> um. <laughs> Talking is really important. <laughs> yeah. Very. Uh, well, that's me. Good thing I'm a bear. Okay. Uh, DJ, you're actually next. <laughs> I sure am. Um, <clears throat> okay, so I can't use any spells because they're all verbal. All of them? All of them. Uh-huh. <laughs> Preparation, Sarah. Divine. I take it seriously. <laughs> <laughs> Divine Smite would cancel my Searing Smite, correct? No, Divine Smite is something you pop when you hit. Okay, so I can use both of them. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, uh, I'm going to move forward and... Um, enter the dark. No, not, what? Not enter it. <laughs> Definitely <laughs> not enter there, it. The I very close least. my eyes. <laughs> Definitely not enter it. Um... So what at this point what do I see? Do I still just see those two so red that and blue semicircles? The entire front like the three spaces right in front, yeah, stretching in that direction uh-huh. are all covered in darkness. You see the darkness licking against the edge of the casket here. Right. But part of even the casket looks as though it is being covered in this rolling darkness. Okay. And I still see the two red and blue semicircles in the center of it. Correct. Still shaking and vibrating. Okay. Um, nothing else in the room, just that. I mean, yeah, you okay. see your friends. All right, I'm going to walk forward and swing my longsword towards um, the center between the two semicircles. Okay. Straight down that middle there. Swing yep. your long sword into it. Oh, thank God. Uh, it's not going to do anything, I'm sure. But that's a 22 to hit. So you watch as your long sword, where your hands meet the, the, the um, protective covering for the blade. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You watch as the blade slices into the darkness, disappearing from your sight. And you feel it go through like butter. And contact nothing. As thick as butter? No effect for my Ugh. smite either. Are we fighting an ooze? And now that I've hit divine smite as well, no effect from that either. No, you didn't okay. hit anything. Okay. It went through the darkness. I'm gonna pull my sword back. Uh huh. And step ten feet away, and just violently shake my head. <laughs> just violently shake my head. Uh huh. Um. And then that will be my turn. Fantastic. Now, as you step away from the darkness and effectively cower in the back of the room with your friends, just, uh-uh, uh-uh. I'll say cower. <laughs> you said it with your eyes. <laughs> yeah, you really did. You didn't say You actually couldn't say cower. <laughs> It's true. It's very true. I couldn't. The ethereal lights that you see permeating through is the only source of light that for some reason feels as though it stretches out from this darkness. Mm -hmm. You watch as it looks as though it begins to move forward. Okay. And the darkness creeps in another layer. All right. Oh, no. And Sarah, (laughs) welcome to the dark. 
Uh, so, you're a bear. I'm a bear. Does bear have dark vision? No. But <laughs> bear has advantage on wisdom. Checks that rely on smell. On smell? Yeah. Okay. So, I will permit you to make a perception check to smell something as this darkness comes closer into your area. Come on, that 20. You have advantage. Mm. You have advantage. Perception? Mm Mm-hmm. 18. 18. Yes. This overwhelmingly sweet ambrosia strikes you. Now you see nothing. Even the red and blue lights are gone. Not gone, but they look distorted Mm -hmm. now that you're right here. Almost as though fragmented and created. And then suddenly the darkness feels as though it whooshes by you. And I will use my bonus action and teleport next to Ritora. (laughs) Does that... Into a space of darkness. Uh, No. Up more. I was ready. Is there someone in, like, where her face is, where you have the die stack? Right, the die are where the darkness is. Yes. And now the darkness is in here. Oh, no. So. Uh, my action was ready. How's my moon touch sword doing? Uh huh. So, can I. You may swipe at this thing. So, uh, dark vision? Uh, the thing that you and I discussed. Correct. Dark vision. Mm -hmm. Dark vision. Dark vision. No and no. So, Not as a bear, um, but correct. <laughs> normally, yes. Yeah, I'm sorry, never mind. Okay, so the two of you <clears throat> that have dark vision, traditional, mm-hmm. you see what looks like a man wisp out of smoke and suddenly appear right in the face. You see Ratora still again grayed now, outlined, you see in your mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm, <laughs> beautiful colors, um, but you see this man kind of appear out of vapid smoke, stand near Ratora. Ratora. Uh, I get swipes. Mu- I have multi attack, so mm-hmm. um, I guess I'll do two claw, two okay. claw attacks. First one is a twenty. Twenty hits. Um, and I'll roll the second one too. Is going to be a seventeen to hit. Seventeen does not hit. All right, that's some good data. Roll okay. your damage. So... <laughs> oh no. Uh, ten points of slashing damage. Okay. So you. As this figure appears, kind of, you know, emerging from what looks like bundles of smoke recoiling, you panic and swipe with both claws feverishly at this creature. Actually, since you don't have dark vision, uh, you should be making these attacks with disadvantage because you are effectively (laughs) blinded. Uh, Please make one more roll and we will see whether or not that one attack would actually hit. Oh. As a bear, 
your grayed form swipes at this man and you feel the extents of your claws kind of swipe through the vacuous space of what you thought should have been his side part through smoke and darkness. Uh, did the, the darkness moved with him as well, right? Okay. Okay. Uh, and you guys are all in that back area? Yeah. Okay. I'm over here. Okay. So, um, now that you have made your readied action attack, mm -hmm. uh, it is my turn. So did it skip the, sp the space with the, sp the snare? So the oh. snare's still active. Oh. You guys don't know that. <laughs> you would assume something would happen because it moved through the area mm -hmm. of where the snare should have been. Uh, Didn't you say it appeared? Yeah. Then we would know it didn't. So, the, the, again, the, from my perspective, the darkness would have just oh, so suddenly... Like the dark, darkness goes like this, and then he... Right. Yes, because gotcha. the darkness... The darkness is... moved in further, and then it was right in front of Ritual. Correct. Okay. Presumably, because it's standing on its feet and interacting with her, probably didn't step through the yeah. snare. Mm -hmm. um, so I activated protection from good and evil mm -hmm. before we started. Mm -hmm. I didn't take a bonus action on my turn. So is it safe to assume that I continued concentrating on, on that or do I lose it? Oh, you had wanted to cast Searing Smite, so those are two competing concentration spells. So I lost concentration. Okay. Yep. Okay. Uh, so, Sarah, as a bear... Yes. <laughs> Do a uh, 17 and 25 hit. Are you kidding me? Can I use protection to impose disadvantage as my reaction? Uh, are you within five feet? I nope. should of be. Of her? I should not. be. You backed up into yeah, that corner. Yeah, you went to the back went corner. Ten feet, back. ten feet back from the You door. abandoned Ritora. You specifically said that. Ten <laughs> feet. <laughs> ten, feet back, ten feet back from the door. Door. So you were you were here because the door. magic yeah. was there. You backed up ten feet. Right. Okay. Right. So there. I'd be all the way. Damn. Yep. Well, I tried. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, both of hit. those hit. Both of those hit. Even with my stupid bark, bark skin. skin. Glad it worked. I mean. <laughs> I'm good. Thank you. Rolling too many dice. Let's do it back. Can't be contained for the first one. Oh. <laughs> so, again, the ones that are here and have the capacity to see what is happening, you watch as this shadowy figure just kind of a hand appears out of the smoke as though like a magician through a sleeve. And you watch as with it, this shining, brilliant silver blade protrudes. So again, it is a half circle. And on the edges of the blade, you see what look like small, billowing smoke-like uh, blades extend out. So in sections of three. So three, three, and three. And this figure just slashes. You said you were standing on hind legs. Yeah. Just slashes towards the chest and stomach of Ritora. Oh. You watch as it makes connection with her skin, this horrifying, blinding, white, searing light burst from the areas where it strikes your chest. 
for 15 slashing oh. and four mm. radiant damage. Oh. Can I see when that happens? The, the flash? Uh, so you are inside of the darkness as well. So yes, you would see the flash. So you would just see this creature's <laughs> arm, yeah, suddenly strike through and you see all of you as this light briefly illuminates him. This man with a white robe hood, what looks like, you know, again, you would be able to discern it's white because inside of your dark vision, this would look extremely light in the grayed out visage that you would possess. Is this me as well from the... Yes, from the light as well. So you can see that this figure is indeed right in front of you. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then... Now I use my bonus action. Uh, Make a constitution saving throw. You're good at those as a bear, right? Is that the bear con? Yes. Con is one of the attributes that you possess... For as the a creature, as a bear. That's nice, because the bear's con is better than mine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. What'd you roll, Sarah? Oh, a natural oh, one. No. Oh, Jesus. Ripratora. So you Just the bear feel form. as these blades sli- like slash into you horizontally, and the hand feels as though it stops and shakes against your chest and vibrates against your belly and then presses into you. And you are stunned for two turns instead of one. Ooh! Because of the... Because of the Fuck! We did announce that. <sighs> Fuck! Uh-huh. Can I move as a reaction? Re- moving as a reaction, though. Okay. Uh, that is my turn. Uh, so next, it comes to Billy. Okay. Is my Moon Touch Sword doing anything for Your me? Your Moon Touch Sword illuminates the area right in front of you. Awesome. I want to move in the direction where the flashes were. Correct. And then get where I think is about the right yeah, distance. And, uh, like kind and of start l- going ham. Illuminate <laughs> the area. Go right ahead. Yeah. So are you attacking with your Moon Sword? Yes. First okay. one's Moon Sword. Second one's going to be one of my regular ones. So I will say your moon sword will attack regularly. Your non-moon sword will attack with disadvantage because you'll be blinded for that attack. The moon sword would be able to illuminate the creature as you attack, but blinded would still be going through with the other All sword. Right. Yeah, I'll take it. Okay. Half disadvantage. Okay. Moon sword. I got 20. 20 hits. All right. Hell yeah. And... <laughs> Do we still see a physical form Um, on this guy? uh, For the creatures with dark vision, yes. You see this man in what looks like it is from head down, white robe. And blue eyes, I heard earlier. Or was that something else? Mm -mm. Okay. Blue light, uh, as described by something else, yes. Gotcha, okay. That's for nine damage. Nine. And then... My second one, that's a 12. And that's a 3. Alright, so, uh, yeah, I'm done. That's my bonus action. Oh, I just make my con save for my concentration check. Uh, so you said your second attack does not hit, correct? Yeah, no. Okay. Anything else on your turn? 
Uh, the second attack is my bonus action. So. Okay. All right, Lawrence. Um, as I start moving toward that area, if I say shit, 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 am I able to hear myself? <laughs> uh, not out loud. No, no. I can't. Sweet. Uh, Kabizu Folo. I can do that, right? Uh, the eyebrow raising made me very uncomfortable there. Correct. Sweet, doing it. Because mm-hmm. I can see him. Correct. Yeah, I'm doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we're gonna tag him. Okay. Now to get. Uh, bonus That's for surrounding him. Do we have to have him on all four sides? Not going to be very high. Uh, no. So, Sarah, as a creature that cannot see it, cannot contribute to flanking. Damn. Really? Yeah. Because, I mean, you, you... So, to my eyes, flanking means that you're performing some kind of action in combat that would feel threatening to the creature as to why its attention would be diverted to you. Makes sense. You, as effectively no threat to this also, guy... you're paralyzed. Yeah. Know? You know, you are also stunned. Yeah. <laughs> As a bear. Uh, I'm assuming a 12 does not hit. 12 does not hit. Okay. Anything else for you, sir? Uh, no. Nope, that's all I got. Fantastic. I can just sit back and relax. No, you can't. We have this... The, I'm stunned for two rounds. <laughs> we have yes. the big bad represented Our as what? He's between... Like he's here. Okay. Oh, God. Where's that? What is that? Uh, Adjacent to whoever is that figure closest to me on the right side. That? So, yes, right in from the door frame. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. What is that? Uh, So, who is that figure in front of me? Me. Okay. Uh, Yeah. So, another shadowy figure steps out of what feels like fog. Uh, yeah, the 14's definitely not going to, but the 24 will. Uh, so, again, brandishing the same kind of illuminating silvery weapon. So it is 10 slashing and 1 radiant. (laughs) Okay. So you feel this blade... The protruding flames that are cast in wrought iron and, like, silver, like, coated around it, sink into the side of you. And he pulls it out deftly. Uh, Make a constitution saving throw. Um, ten. Ten. So you feel as this blade sinks into your side... This horrible tremor overtakes you, and you will be stunned for one round. Okay. We're going to form walls around him. Full party wipe. Mm. And that is my turn. To the top of the order, Sarah, your turn concludes with your stun. Mm -hmm. And we come to Don. Okay, Uh, I'm going to move over here. And with my short sword, stab into this white-robed figure okay. in front of me. Yeah, make your attack roll. That is a natural 20. Hell yes! yes. Don. Uh, Hell yeah! Slashing, correct? Uh, yes. Roll your d20. Decapitation. 
cut one. <laughs> no. <laughs> he Roll stubbed his toe. Damage is normal. Yeah. Oh. That's so <laughs> unexciting. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Was that the I first? Feel like that shouldn't Rough. even be on the table. Was Rough. that the first nat twenty? It's literally the one. Is that yeah. the first nat twenty of the campaign? No, no, not in the campaign. The session, no. definitely. It's, yeah, it's been one. F- it's been the first in a while. Well, it's six damage at the very least on the one die, so plus four is ten. So ten. Yeah. Okay. Let's make it Because I'm not critting, essentially, because I rolled the one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. And so, was, that was to the first guy or the second guy that came well, the in? The first guy. Okay, the first guy that came in? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, as you stab into this man with white robes, you watch as your sword just kind of, like, catches along his side, slashing into the area where it's, the like, the beginning of the abdomen. And you watch as the darkness pulls and you watch as it sucks in from a 15 foot area and you watch as it slides over his face and you see this man's face is coated in what looks like black ink tattoos and it forms this circle almost like a mask like Yalumlo has but it's not the entirety of his lower face it stretches from the edges of his nose around the corners of his lips curves under his neck and goes back towards the back of his ears. And the darkness concludes. Okay, uh, seeing this, I'm going to attempt to bonus action cast Spiritual Weapon. Silence is still in effect <laughs> from the other guy, because they're it. both concentration spells, and I wouldn't be an asshole and do that. But I'll <laughs> totally be an asshole and make two people with concentration spells. Fair enough. Yep. <laughs> well, you got the know. darkness. <laughs> I got the darkness, I mm-hmm. stabbed him for a nat 20, and then only the regular damage, but it's fine. Mm-hmm. At least they're both a 6. Mm-hmm. It's my turn then. So I just stick into Give a, him a good, good old rip, stab. Rip mm-hmm. my bone short sword out. Very impressive. Uh, DJ. Okay. I move to Retora. Mm-hmm. This is the first thing I do. Um, I'll move myself in a minute. Um, as I get over to Retora, I'm going to stay there until her stun is over. Mm-hmm. I'm going to activate Channel Divinity as my action okay. for Sacred Weapon. Okay. Um, so it emits bright light for 20 feet and dim light for 20 feet beyond that. Okay. Um, that will be my action as a bonus action. Um, if you click yeah, I just don't think I have any real bonus actions that I can use here that aren't spells. Yep, sure not. Okay. Um, yeah, so then that'll conclude my turn. Okay. So, now that the darkness has concluded, in terms of a description for both of these men, now that they are no longer in the horrifying darkness inside of your dark vision, you can see that both of them, as I described before, are in enormous white hooded robes where they conclude near the face. You can see that they are lined with a pale blue kind of pattern sewn in to the front of it. You can see that it is um, tied together loosely with string beneath it, as you can see that it's billowing. So when they're moving, it parts, and you can see what clothing they have beneath. You can see that both of them are wearing a tight gray vest with what look like brown leather straps that go across their shoulders intersecting towards their hips. And you can see that they have... um, Best. Uh, they have like a, a dark brown fur pants. They've got brown boots. You can see that on the other side of each hip, what looks like chained is another one of these silver bladed weapons on one hip. 
So each of them is standing here with one of these half-crescent blades on their one hand, uh, the one that Don, you just stabbed. Yeah. Uh, he's tall, uh, about 6'2", and he's got, you know, from what you can see, long, wavy brown hair that kind of sweeps over his face. The other one that is adjacent to Yalumlo, it's only a little bit shorter, but you do not see any hair on his head. You just see what looks like the small little uh, prickling hair of what would be a buzzed haircut. Sure. And DJ, you said you are good? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. That means it comes to me again. So, the one who is in front of Retora, seeing as uh, you walk over here, mm-hmm. this man turns towards you. He's behind... Yeah. Yeah, uh, he's behind. Yeah, I'm he, behind Retura on the opposite side. Oh, okay. Yeah. So Buck so, and Ether. Can you do me a favor? Buck, Ether, and... Put the door down. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. There you go. Thank you. Because now I can see. Yep. Okay. Um, so I'm guessing the figure directly to his right is Buck? Yeah. Okay. And then I'm behind him. Ether's directly next to Retura, and Nesgrim's behind him. Okay. Well... This isn't so much sensing the weak as it is just uh, the ordinances. Poking the bear. <laughs> the ordinances. No, that makes sense. I'm gonna try That's... to slaughter the bear. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It is a it is a large stunned bear. I'll so. use protection as a reaction to impose disadvantage. Can I do that now since I'm within touch? Within five feet of me. I'm within five feet of Retora, right? Yep. Cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, the lower of the two rolls is a thirteen. That's. Not going to hit. Okay. Hell yeah. I assume Barkskin carries over into your form. Yeah. Carries over and it doesn't. Oh. It's not... You're lucky you that Barkskin. Um. So I'd love to just let it go, but it is a concentration spell. Yep. And I had done 19 to you previously. So. So roll... you. Yeah. Is that the bear? Con. Bear con again. Bear con. Eleven. You succeed. Because oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> the thirteen <clears throat> is my AC. Mm-hmm. So the second attack, the lower of the two rolls, is a fourteen. That's also gonna uh, miss? miss. Okay. Hell yeah. So you watch as he swipes with both blades, and you impose your shield, deflecting and elevating one. <laughs> And then as he prepares to sweep the second down, you down. angle your shield down, Hell directing yeah. his blade away. Hell yeah. Okay. And then nice. you watch as his open hand <laughs> slides towards you with an extended palm. Okay. Uh, 17. Does not hit. Okay. Uh, well... Every turn like it is my last. Can I deflect it with my sword? I'll say that happens as you stab it in. I, <laughs> I mean, I would say with it being that close, like, you might catch it with, like, the pommel of your sword. Perfect. I'll take damage to block it with that part, absolutely. And then you watch as his hand kind of channels this horrifying, billowing white energy illuminating out from it, and he presses towards you. Oh. Does a 19 hit? 19 does hit, yes. Very good. <laughs> Now, uh, for nine slashing okay. and four radiant, um, you res- have resistance so to two. radiant. Yep, so two, so it'd be 11 total. 11 total. 
slashing from his palm? Oh, sorry, sorry. It's not. I forgot that I didn't pull it out. It's bludgeoning. Yes, thank you. So still, okay. It's the same amount of damage, yes. but it's bludgeoning damage. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I am good. That means it comes to Billy. Okay. Um, I'm just still right in front of that guy, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So now we've got him surrounded, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Cool. Yeah, you have flanking on three sides. Nice. Um, so that's a plus plus five. five. Nice, 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 nice. Okay, I'm gonna hit him with two swords. Okay. That probably means that I actually One. hit him. I rolled a 12, <laughs> oh no! Oh hit. no, Billy! When you attacked, it still had the uh, darkness going, and uh, blinded and blinded, so they would not have contributed to flanking. Gotcha. What was your roll? One. A natural one. <laughs> yes. Okay. That was the first one, yeah. Okay. Um. <laughs> Don't make me drop my moon touch sword. So as you um, make an athletics check. All right. That's going to be a oh. 11. Okay. Isn't that the set of dice you used when Jerky died? Yeah, oh, I think yes, it is. Though. Those are cursed. <laughs> Those are legitimately cursed. Those are really okay. cursed. Okay, so as you swing and you begin to stumble, you kind of catch your footing and watch as this man, as Nesgrim has deflected his shield, the side of his blade just kind of slashes against yours accidentally. Hmm. And you maintain Fine. your balance and composure. Okay, 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 okay. Bonus action. Uh-huh. Hit him with another sword. <laughs> this time for sure. Not a one. Um. <laughs> <laughs> right, 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 right. This um, I mean, you have plus. What did I roll? You six. rolled a six. And, um, oh, I saw a thing today where they took those jars with dice in them. Oh wait, eleven with the plus five. Oh, eleven yeah. with the plus five, and then plus six, so seventeen. Seventeen does not hit. Dang. Ooh. We did learn that earlier. Yep. We did. So. Despite maintaining your composure and gaining your balance back, as you bring your second sword slashing up in a diagonal direction towards this man, he, in composure, after accidentally, after being brushed aside by Nesgrim's shield, brings his blade back and catches it between the spindles of fire and thrusts it upwards, parrying your blow. Cool. Very Anything cool. else on your turn? I don't think I have anything else. No. Okay. Did we hit him? This one? Yeah. Yeah, that's why his uh That's why his darkness went away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh this that's the one with the darkness. Mm-hmm. Okay. I've we should got, hit the other guy. I've got we did twenty points to him. Mm-hmm. And comes to Lawrence. Who is stunned. Lawrence's turn concludes. Your stun concludes. Top of the order. Sarah? Your stun. second trigger of stun concludes. You regain your composure at the end of your turn. I'm so sorry. Don? Um, I can't cast spells, mm-hmm. and I can't move without uh, we invoking. Haven't, we haven't checked since the darkness went away. Yes, we have. Yes. Oh, I, we I have. did. Okay. Yeah, I, I tried. It's the other guy that's got the silence. So I'm going to do what I can and use my bone short sword and just jab into his side again. Okay. Make your attack roll. Uh, three quarters, or three flanking. 
Okay. Uh, yeah, 15 on the roll, plus 6, plus... Sorry, You're hitting. I should be good. Cool. Another 6, so another 10 points of uh, slashing damage. Okay. So, yeah, you... Oh, piercing, sorry. Oh, because you're using dagger? No, the short sword says piercing. It says mm. damage type piercing. Oh, it might be slashing or piercing for short sword. That's fine, because it would have a pointed tip. Yeah. So, that's fine. Okay, so yeah, once more, you go for the same spot in the bleeding area where it kind of looks as though you've struck through his robes and you can see the gray vest beneath has parted and you can see that you've made a wound and you trace your blade further around the lining of his stomach, sweeping it forward. Ooh. Okay. Anything else on your turn? Very gross. Um, I don't think so. Uh, I still can't speak. Um... Wait, where was the door? Right here. It's yeah. here. Can you lay it okay. down where it is? Yeah. Here, I'll do this. We got it. That's... Or that, yeah. Yeah, I just couldn't see through it. Yeah, I feel it. So, uh, how does he look? Um, bloodied. Okay. Slightly bloodied. Sure. But bloodied. Um, is Path to the Grave something... It's channeled, channeling divinity. Is that something that has a, uh, like a, a vocal component? It doesn't state that it does. No. Okay. Um, uh, that's an action, so I can't do it anyway. So never mind. Uh, yeah, that's my turn then. Okay. Uh, did you skip your second guy's turn after me? Oh, yeah, you did. Yeah. Oh, I did, yes. Thank you. Bald guy. Cool. All right, so we'll say that Don went. And then I will do my second guy's turn. Uh, yeah, you're the only person I can hit. Me? It's no. Yeah, loom low. Uh, 21 on the first. Uh, 14 on the second. Uh, second one doesn't hit. Okay. Punch. Uh, 18 on the third. Hits. So it is 13, or sorry, it is 7 slashing, 6 bludgeoning, and then 5 radiant. So 18 total? Correct. Oh. Damn. And that's for all the hits? Uh, yes, that is for both hits. All right, I'm looking real fucked up. Yep. So yeah, you watch as Yalumlo, again, immobilized from the strike from where this man had once penetrated before, seeing a weakened... Well, I was... I That was after my turn, so I would not have been stunned anymore. Okay. I don't know if that affects the way that you're taking your actions on that turn. But... No. So you watch as his blade once more strikes into the side, kind of underneath the area where your extended arm is. Uh, we did Don... Am I rolling a con save for taking those hits? No, 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 no. I'm not using key point. Okay. Uh, we did Don. We did Sarah. Uh, next, it comes the DJ. Okay. Um, Yellumlo, where are you positioned in the room again? Okay. Oh, is that a loot? Um. So yeah, Retors not my bears one size larger than I am. Mm-hmm. Would you allow me to move under her for half my movement? Move through her space under her. Aren't you on two legs? 
Uh, I was. Would I be able to just move through her space? What are you if trying she's to on do? hind legs? Get around her to this side of the room, so that way I don't have to move back across this way. Crawl underneath. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to do. Is oh, okay. crawl like if. <laughs> sorry, chat. If she's either. Uh, so I mean, going prone is you know no movement cost. But, but standing up is half. Get back up. Yeah, movement in it's is only five. It's only twenty-five for you to get over to here. To just five, ten, fifteen, twenty, twenty-five. Yeah. And you're right over there within five feet of that space, mm-hmm. and then yeah. I can. Okay. Yeah. So I'll spend my. Movement. Yeah, you can move all the way over next to the other guy in the room, mm-hmm. and yes. be within five feet of me, and mm-hmm. that's twenty-five. Okay, so I'm within five feet of you. Uh, as I'm running by, I'm going to use uh, Lay on Hands Pull and heal five to you, Lumlo. Okay. Um, and that'll be my action. action. Yeah. So you run by you, Lumlo. As you do, you pause briefly behind him, laying your hands on his back, slightly healing the wounds at his side, and then you said you continue moving into the corner. Yeah. And as I do that, I say, hang in there. Do I hear myself? No, you do not. Okay. Yep, and then I continue over to that corner within five feet of you, Lumlo, and that dude. Okay. And then you're good? Yeah. Fantastic. Uh, so it comes back to my first one. How's that bear looking? <laughs> um, Barely alive. So the the bear gets bloodied separately from from you, yes. Okay, so but then as a bear, as a bear, I'm bloodied. Uh, so yeah, the twelve and the eleven are not going to hit. No, they are not. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> I'm glad I I'm not so upset that I moved now. It's good. That's I mean, pretty I have, my AC is sixteen. Yeah. No less than 16. As, as a bear. As, yeah. well, in general. As a bear. Technically, my bear AC is 11, so. Oh. Do you just why. take whatever is higher? No, I took bark skin and I used it before. That's right, so that way it applies. Okay. Well, pop a point and try to punch it twice. Punch me? Mm-hmm. You're gonna punch a bear? Yeah. <laughs> it's like that guy right who, like, the socks the kangaroo. <laughs> uh, 16 and another 11. 16 hits. Okay. It's like punching a shark. <laughs> You've seen the video of the guy punching mm-hmm. the kangaroo, right? Mm-hmm. Pretty much what's <laughs> happening. Um, so for the punch, it is six bludgeoning and then three radiant. It is radiant damage for the punch? Mm-hmm. You said six and three? Mm-hmm. I'm still a bear. Don't worry about it. Still a bear? <laughs> Would you? Never mind. Yeah, so I mean, as you watch this fist kind of slap, like open-palmed into the belly of the beast, (laughs) effectively, you see kind of extending through as he protrudes his hand, once more like a magician, you see tattoos swirling around his wrist up to his hand. So what looks like stops at his wrist, these shining coated tattoos. Mm -hmm. So again, it's black ink. But they look, uh, the best way I can describe it is that same vibrant, you know, shimmery feeling that you would get when you're lotioning a tattoo while it's healing. Mm. So, like, fresh tattoos. If that were wet. You also still, for you, as a bear with your overwhelming sense of smell, you're getting the very potent aroma of ambrosia. And Mm -hmm. your own blood. 
Mm-hmm. And everyone else's too, probably. Mm-hmm. It's real stinky in here. <sighs> also, the smell of the desecrated earth beneath our feet. Mm-hmm. Are you able to control what? Uh, okay, what? so that is me, and then it comes to uh, Billy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm gonna do the same thing I've been doing. Very good. Slash away. Damn. Nope. Second one. All right. Do I still have any kind of flanking bonus on him? Are there still three people around? Yes, there's still three around. So yeah, it's still the plus five. Okay, cool. So, 24. 24 hits? Cool, cool, cool. All right. I'm going to use... Sorry. Uh, I have, for level three, I took Hunter, Colossus Slayer. Okay. Um, once per turn, when you hit a creature with a weapon attack, the creature takes an additional one die eight if it's below its max HP. Yes, this one is. Mm-hmm. Figured. Okay, that's going to be 13 damage. 13, shit. And that was to the tall one? Mm-hmm. Looking quite bloodied. So, is this with your uh, moon touch sword, or is no, this with your the, my first attack... I'm going to say my moon touch is always on my main hand. Okay. So my first attack. So yes, your first, your moon touch sword slices towards this man and you watch once more as your sword kind of in a thrusting motion directs towards him. He flicks his wrist upward and your blade goes through the opening where the circle doesn't meet and he twists, but you catch him as you stab forward with your offhand. He goes to dodge to the side, but you catch him deeply in the area for where Ethier has been stabbing, slashing, oh, like into his We're just wailing on yeah. this one spot. So you're wailing into this one area where he is beginning to torrent blood out from his side. And he slides his wrist and pulls his hand back, slapping your first, your moon touch sword to the side. That's a fucking I pull out mm-hmm. my other sword. Mm-hmm. All right. Can I do that as a reaction? Pull out my it other sword? It doesn't disarm you. It just... Sl- like oh, slaps oh, I, it away. I thought you were saying like he locked away, locked it away. From Lock, the turn, and then he pulls back because again, oh. this is his weapon as well. He, in a parrying motion with this weapon, that is one of the ways to do it. Gotcha. Okay, uh, Lawrence. All right, uh, I'm gonna attack the one that looks hurt. Okay. Fair. Uh, that's definitely gonna hit. Um, that's like a twenty-two to hit. Yeah. Cool. Um. This is intense. Mm-hmm. Loving yeah. it. We're gonna win though. <laughs> um, that's gonna be. It's it. Ten damage. Ten. Okay. So as your longsword, because you are behind him right now, correct? Mm-hmm. So your longsword, would you like to thrust or slash? Um. Kind of upward. Mm-hmm. Okay. So yeah, you slice upward, kind of like a a, a, a piercing motion at first, and then direct your blade up towards the sky and you catch him right along the back like shank 
up into his shoulder blade. Mm. So you break through the majority of the robe on that side, oh. and you can see all of his vest back here as you slash through it, and he begins to soak through, staining the red ro- or the white robes red as it leaks down from around where you have sliced through, all along the back through his leg, and you see his arm begin to go limp at his side with the circle blade on his hand still kind of falling down to the side next to him. Hmm. Incredibly bloody. Okay. Um... I think all my bonus action stuff requires me to talk, so um I guess that's all I'm gonna do okay next it comes to my second man uh Mr. Silence yeah I did just move into a space I would be a new target oh I know, but I mean still uh Yeah, honestly, I would hit you because he would have seen you in, uh, interpose your shield protecting another person. He would probably see me trying to stop mm-hmm. Yolumlo's next hit, which mm-hmm. is... You've been you stopping know. a lot of hits, so... Let's see if I can stop my own. I'm really, really, That's really sorry. <laughs> That's a nat 20. I'm really sorry. <laughs> That's all right. It's how the die fell. Because it's, yeah, nat 20 and then a 21 on the other roll oh. for the first two hits. Die's been cast. Uh... Do I roll... That's why I wore my funeral leathers. Do you want <laughs> or no, uh, I have to see what the crit effect is. Just put your hat back on your head. Be respectful. Yeah. Rip Nesgrim. Okay, no. so it's still effectively the same value. Refusal. <sighs> oh. Uh, if it'll save you some time, I have 20 hit points. <laughs> I gotta see what effect happens for the Radiant, too. 20 or max? 31. Have you been hit in this fight? Yeah. We did yeah. a long rest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I took 11 damage. Gotcha. That was, it was the, um, it was like 6 and 7. Or no, it was more than that. It was 7 oh, and then I had your... resistance to Radiant, which halved it to like 4. Gotcha. Nah, the radiant already was four, and it got halved to two. Two. That's yeah. what it was. You're so right. You're right. Total. Okay, so you're taking seven radiant. So halving is three, three. and then you take sixteen, nineteen oh. slashing. <laughs> and is right. Yeah, six five. So yeah. nineteen. Is that all the damage I take? I'm, I'm good. He said that's his That's first. from the crit. <laughs> oh, man. So I'm unconscious, then. Uh, and then At least. Uh, if he yeah, doesn't miss. The second attack definitively, like I had already said, gotcha, hit you. Gotcha, that was the crit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, In the arms I have a bonus action. I'm gonna punch you while you're dying. <laughs> it's understandable, as I'm falling to the ground unconscious. Yep. Lucky motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I rolled a two and a seven. Oh, so I mean, neither even, even with bonus. Nope. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, you watch as once more this kind of like um, chakram that he has on his hand 
He watches as Nezrim comes o- Nezrim comes over into your space, protecting Yalumlo, healing him en route, and he just kind of extends this horrifying grin. And you again, you see this man has the same markings of tattoos as they come down from the edges of the nose, around and looping around, almost mirroring the shaping of his blade. Oh. And he just catches you right here as you walk up and you guys in the area watch as his mouth opens gasps with this torrent of blood that once more just kind of sprays out into the area and you can see the licking flames of the blade the silver three spokes kind of poking into the open mouth of Neskrim oh Yep, and then he tries to punch you as you fall, and he just kind of like, I guess, wiggles his fist a little too mightily. Ah! As I'm falling to the ground, I'd like to say that didn't hurt. I'm not fine. I'm fine. <laughs> yep, but nothing comes wow. out. Yeah, it's silent. <laughs> I'm fine. That's yeah. That's, true. Um, that's, that's if anything, just more insulting. <laughs> I'm gonna have to double check, but I'm pretty sure that brings me to wounded too. Uh no, you long rested. Cool. So, so that re- that reset, does that reset all the way back to zero? Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. See, so yeah, I'm wounded one then. Plus. Okay. Now, do I want to key point punch you again? <laughs> <laughs> no, I need to save them, honestly, because knowing that my friend is dying, I would not, like, blow my own safety just to fucking murder you. You're not going to blow your load to murder <laughs> I'm not going to blow my load to murder Nesgrim. You're not going to blow the skin right off? It'll <laughs> 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 so good. Yeah, that's how I introduced my wife. Uh, <laughs> just walked into the room, blew, blew the skin <laughs> right off me. <laughs> that was that would be one of the funniest things. Uh, you, you ever met these guys? They blow the skin right off you. I, I hate all of them. <laughs> it's understandable. I'm so sorry. Oh man. Uh, all right, back to the top of the turn order. That's me. Yes, it is. Sarah. I can do things now. You're a bear that's not stunned. <laughs> Finally. A not stunned bear. A not stunned bear. <laughs> not stunned RPG. <laughs> true. Honestly, oh, can true. someone lie me down, please? Or lay me down, rather? <clears throat> Thank you. Um. Uh, also, this... you move to the initiative order two in front of man two. <laughs> Okay. Damn. You got These guys aren't even tough enough to have cool names. Oh, they've got. So I fall to the bottom of the initiative board. Then is what you mean, right? Yeah, he's a seven. So you would go after Lawrence now. Basically, because it's so Lawrence, and then it would be man two. Yes, it's so this way he can't fucking murder you while you're unconscious it's on the ground. Understood. Really okay. <laughs> I just I wasn't sure if you that... would have been ahead of him anyway, but that's the <laughs> rule that we have for dying. Okay. okay. All right. All right, Sarah. We need that. So how does how does tears work? <laughs> oh, I know all too well. <laughs> the guy, the guy in front of me looks really fucking bloody. Really oh, bloody. Like, finish him. like, you know, kind of eviscerated oh, from the continuous <laughs> slashing yeah. and stabbing yeah. in the like left abdomen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like we're digging for liver here. <sighs> yeah. I'm so torn because I kind of want to do something cool, but I don't think... do a cool thing. I might reward it with inspiration. Do it. Can I? Do it. No. Can I grab (laughs) this Uh, man and throw him into the snare? Mm. The bloodied one? You have multi-attack. Yes. I like Uh, that. You would supplement first attack action with grapple, second attack action with shove. So you make a contested grapple check against me. 
Uh, you're rolling for athletics. I get to choose for athletics right, or acrobatics. I'm, I'm surrounding this guy. Can I give her advantage? By helping? Mm, would flanking uh, rules apply to that? Helping, though, no. is an action. Oh. Um, so no, I, I would say no. <laughs> Alright, so you said... Um, it's your athletics, athletics versus me for athletics or acrobatics. Okay. I'm going to choose acrobatics. These guys are pretty dexterous. <laughs> <laughs> Did um, you not one? I not one! Alright. So here's the crazy thing. So did he... I didn't at 20, but I have a dirty 20. I uh, <laughs> So as you lunge forward and grab this man, you are effectively trying to grapple a kung fu master. He he grapples me, I assume. He doesn't grapple you. He he inserts Suplex. Well, no, he strikes his leg out in front of you as you lurch forward to try to grab him. Mm-hmm. He judo uses your momentum and who's on the other side? <laughs> Where? Here? Yeah. Oh, no. Directly. <laughs> I'm gonna use her momentum and try I'm, to, like... I'm a large creature. Improvise weapon that, you. I don't know if that makes a difference. Sure. I am a size bigger than him. Sure. Uh, how much do you weigh as a bear? Does it She's give also you... effectively on all fours. Large. Are you doing this on all four, or are you doing this on hind legs? Because you were on hind legs I mean, like, as she's coming down toward him. My body weight would be lurching forward to try and... Sure, so then I will change our positions. Okay. You will occupy his space, well, and he will move. move into your space. No, that's so much worse. That's so much worse. Oh, no. <laughs> was that... That was only part of my attack, though, right? Did you uh, nat one the first one or the second one? You I nat won the first one. You nat one the there. first thing. So I would say that you fall flat as he utilizes your momentum, judos yeah. you to the ground, slides into your prior space. Yes. Now you can uh, you can use half your movement to stand up, and then if you want to turn and attempt to do something else to him, you may. I would like to okay. do that. I'm going to use half my movement. I'm not going anywhere anyway. Uh, and I'm going to. I want to make a claw, like a slash. Okay. Attack. Use your claw. That scared the shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's going to be a. Was eighteen. Eighteen hits. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Gods above. <laughs> My brain, I thought it was 17. I was like, no, 17 is 17 but it's an 18. 18 is I can AC. math. You can. <laughs> Please kill him. I pray you do. That's going to be 12 points of slashing damage. 12 points of slashing damage. Describe how you kill this man. Oh, <laughs> hell yes, Sarah. So you awkwardly judo. He professionally oh. slides out, and you just stand. You roar as a bear, and no sound comes out. <laughs> but you all know this bear is fucking roaring. So as I turn around, I'm just going to, like, slash him right across his front. Okay. And just send him flying into the... The back wall. Well, in into this, like it's hitting him from the side. Oh, uh, so the casket into side. The cas- like he's gonna hit. So the top yeah, of you that smack, casket. and he lays on top of the casket, prone, covering the top of the casket with his blood as it begins to cascade down like a torrential waterfall sliding that off can't onto be the ground. Bad. <laughs> Thank you for feeding my skull yeah. children. <laughs> Good job. Yay! <laughs> well, not all the skulls were sisters. 
Yay! <laughs> a couple! Of <laughs> couples. Feed me. And some other stuff. Is that your turn, Sarah? You're good now? Should I be worried about... about Who knows? Don't describe anything ever again. <laughs> <laughs> I do nothing nowhere ever. He dies. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was the target of all by yourself. Uh, do you, as the DM, want to describe anything that's going on with me when he goes down? Uh, yeah, so you watch as this, you know, man, as you slap him onto the casket, his blood begins to puddle and pool down around the base of this casket. And you see this kind of, like, faint ethereal glow encompass this man as though a branding appears illuminating on his person. And this branding kind of shines and shakes. And then, you watch as it kind of elevates, as though separating from this figure's form. Uh, For those of you who are adjacent to Yalumlo, you see this whiteness fill the irises of his eyes. Oh! (laughs) Okay. And the branding, like, disperses? And you cannot move yet, correct? You cannot relocate it yet, correct? Or can you? Uh, I can't relocate that one. Okay. No. Yeah, so you watch as this brandish kind of illuminates, separating from his body, and then disperses. And Yalumlo's eyes flash with white, and then reseal in like the same frost blue, and then return to your, what is your traditional eye color? Uh, like a steel gray. Like a steel gray. Yeah. Spooky. Uh-huh. And then, you know, blood continues to... Drain down. I don't like how around. they keep describing the blood pooling around. I do. It's really great. <laughs> blood on these skulls. You're making me really regret doing something cool. But... Uh, all right. All right. <laughs> That'll come up in a minute. Uh, Crit. <laughs> Crit. Box full of bloody skulls. So goes the dot. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm going to say with no sound, fucking Nesgrim, and run around. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And stab this guy with my sword. Okay. My bone sword. Make your attack roll. I mean, to be oh, fair, I am this guy. Uh, I am playing the tank roll really well. <laughs> Have you gone down in every fight uh-huh. so far? Uh, All three of them. Is a twenty with bonus. Okay. Yeah, you're good. That hits. Huh. Five points of damage. Five. Yeah. To the bald guy, right? All right. Concentration check. God damn it. <laughs> yeah. it's because it's a fucking base 10. Yeah. Because it's underneath the half damage and I roll a fucking 9. <laughs> <laughs> fucking asshole. He's gonna kill Nesgrim. <laughs> I'm alive <laughs> So do I hear him gasp when I stab yeah, him Yeah, so then? as you stab into this man's side, because you're stabbing again, you're not slashing? Yes, yeah. Okay, so yeah, you stab into this guy and you're... Uh, no, he's he's facing into your general area, so he attempts to, like, kind of, you know, swipe away the blunt side, the flat side of your blade, doesn't catch it, and you actually go across his arm, and then Ooh. kind of catch into, Whoa. like, the side near his rib cage where he attempts to swipe your blade away. Sure. Uh, and then, yeah, you hear him just, Ugh! Uh, okay, um... So am I able to, since I have my shield, am I able to drop my sword so that way I can bonus action? Or, yeah, drop my sword so I can bonus action and cast the spell? 
Mm-hmm. Okay, um, I'm gonna do that, mm-hmm. and I'm going to cast Healing Word on Nezgrim, okay. which will be for eight points because you're dead, which means <laughs> you get the max healing. Yep, thank well, you because very I much. Remember Roll your burn that's out, a thing. Die. <laughs> Please don't burn out saving me. Nope, we're good. And you said eight, right? Yes, mm-hmm. eight points. Thank you very much. Fucking Nezgrim. <laughs> <laughs> and you hear fucking Nezgrim. <laughs> and I. My eyes shoot wide open. The first open. thing you hear waking up. <laughs> Fucking Nesgrim. Uh, <laughs> thank you, Aether. Uh, You're welcome. You're good, Don. I am good. Okay. Uh, so DJ had moved in the turn order to in front of the other guy. Uh, so it actually goes to Billy next. Okay. Um. <coughs> what? What kind of? Your eight health. Mm-hmm. Black one. Hmm. Yeah. Consumption. It's all, it's all the fucking. I'm not darkness. a good enough healer Consumption. to really yep. make a dent in that. Mm-hmm. I, I'm better at dealing out damage, so I'm gonna slash him twice. Okay. I'm already at this guy, right? Yes. Okay. First one. That's gonna be a miss. Second one. That is also the same result. So. Is he flanked? Oh. Yeah. Yeah, you still have three quarters flanking, correct? Oh, and Nezgrim's even up. So yeah. Because um, Bear is there. I would still be down because I haven't had a turn to stand uh, okay, up. Okay, wait. Yes, so, thank so, you. So, yeah, still three quarters flanking, so plus five. <laughs> stand up, you bitch. <laughs> the thing you chose to say. 20 with bonus? Yeah, with the plus <laughs> five. Yeah. Again. Okay. <laughs> so, first I got is... one. Got one. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to use the... Is this guy not at full health? You You stabbed him, right? He's this guy's not yeah, full health. Yes. Cool. Yeah. All right, I'm going to use my bonus die. Stabbed him in his uh, his front kidneys. That's he's going to be... Health? He's no, he's not. No, he's not. Oh, he's not. That's how he dropped concentration. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> Nine damage. Nine. And uh, moon touch sword or second hand? That was hit? actually the second Second one. hand hit yeah. again. Okay. So, yeah, you can see that he's kind of distracted as he slaps, attempts to slap aside Ethier's short sword. Fails to do so. It's slashed along his arm. It goes into the area of his gray vest, kind of poking out through the back of his robes as he swipes to the side. And then you, from the direction where you are, because you would be in the area where he steps back, your second blade catches along the top of his shoulder, kind of curving around and then swiping off towards the front of him. And again, you also separate the robe, and you can see that the stitching of the fabric begins to part and his robes begin to kind of fall, and you can see the gray vest below in the areas where it has been slashed through by your weapon. Cool. Cool. All right. Uh, Lawrence. Me. Um, I will... <laughs> A little too calm and quiet. This is still an uh, intense guess. moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, question mm-hmm. how did you get up to him to hit him with our current positioning I asked everyone if I was already standing in front of him and they said yes oh move him around <laughs> the bear then because again I can't see from this like angle I have leaves in my face so I'm not there. that's where the snare is at yeah. yeah which he would know yeah well wait why can't I just move that way a little bit wait where is he he is there. right there. Oh, okay, gotcha. I don't know, I do. <laughs> Can I just disable the snare now? Like, 
Yeah, that's fine. All right, yeah, I'll just disable the snare and stand there. Okay. I'm facing the wrong way. Uh, anyways, mm-hmm. um, I'm gonna hit this man with my sword. Okay. Uh, is that bonus even higher with an additional person surrounding him? Uh, yes, it's five and advantage. It's five and advantage? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you have four around him now. That's going to be uh, 25 to hit. Hits. Hell yeah. Um, I'm sorry, that's going to be uh, seven damage. Seven? I could have just slapped him down. <laughs> you could have. I was trying to do something cool. I know, you I did. I tried to throw him up against something. I know. It was very inspiring. This and wasn't part of the plan. Perfect for me. <laughs> was it part of the plan, though? No. Not your plan. <laughs> it definitely couldn't have been. He had no way of knowing I would do something so stupid. He knew there'd be blood in the room. <laughs> <laughs> um, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's it. Okay. All right, so your longsword as well, you said? And you are behind him, so how would you be attacking? Um, I would have kind of, like, slashed up across him. Okay, so yeah, again, diagonal. You're catching this guy where you're crossing from below one shoulder blade, going over the height of the spine, above the second shoulder blade, and slashing out. And you can see that this man, his robe from where, um, well, technically yours wouldn't have happened then, so you're separating most of the back of his robes. And you can see the blood again begins to stain and pool and kind of, uh, I guess, blend through and begin to appear on the white robes along his back. Uh, and then it comes to Nesgro. Great. So would you say he's bloodied? <clears throat> this guy? No. Not he's quite. He's not bloodied? Great. He definitely looks injured, but he is not yet bloodied. Okay. He's not thinking about exit strategy at this point. I mean, he's, he's going severely to be. severely yeah. outnumbered. Mm-hmm. There's no exit strategy. <laughs> We got this door covered. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm going to stand up and say, I can speak, I can fight. Okay. And then I'm going to cast Compelled Duel on him. Okay. What's that? I make a wisdom save, right? <laughs> yeah, uh, 14. He says, I have a death wish. That's right. <laughs> you said 14? That's right. Yeah, 12. Read your effects and roll your burnout die. Okay. Um, if you burn out as a result of 11. Okay. <laughs> oh, I was gonna say. Compelled duel. Um, <coughs> on a failed save, the creature is drawn to you, compelled by your divine demand, mm-hmm. uh, for the mm-hmm. duration, which is one minute. It has disadvantage on attack rolls against creatures other than you and must make a wisdom saving throw each time it attempts to move to a space that is more than 30 feet away from you. Fantastic. I'm also, it's been longer than a minute, so my previous smites, uh, my searing smite wore off. Yeah, it would have been been longer than a minute. Um, Well, it would have been gone because you would have lost concentration as soon as you went unconscious. Unconscious as well, yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, So then I'm going to attack with my longsword as my action. Uh, Mm -hmm. Compelled duel is a bonus action. Cool. Uh, Make your attack roll. Uh, advantage and plus five for all your flanking purposes. Advantage and plus five. So that's a uh, twenty-one to hit. Twenty-one hits. Hell yeah! And I'm also going to use um, the other smite, divine, uh, smite. divine smite. That one. Yep. Are you using a first level spell slot? 
Oh, that's right. That does use a spell slot. So no, I wouldn't because I don't have that. Okay. I just burnt all my spell slots. Okay. So. You gotta watch with those spell slots. <laughs> oh, just woke up. Yeah, Every man. turn, like it's your last. Mm-hmm. That's right, because it almost was. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> it we... usually is. For it you. still could be. <laughs> oh, great. He takes six damage. Six. That's right. Okay. Yeah. So you have a long sword as well. Would you uh, like to slash or pierce? Would you like to stab or slash? I'm gonna say slash. Uh, I'm also behind. We're really, this. a slashy group here. So after seeing Yalumlo slash one way along his yeah, back, back, I'm going to attempt to slash the other way. Uh, he's facing you. Oh, he's facing me. Yep. Great. So I'm gonna slash preferably in the upper neck region. Cool. So yeah, you slash forward. He again is distracted by the back. You know, injury that he was just dealt. Attempts to bring up his chakram, but is too slow. And you catch him like around the collarbone. He realizes that he's not going to be able to get this here in time as it begins to slice towards him or towards him and connects with his clavicle. He actually penetrates up into the back part of your sword as you're slashing mm-hmm. and diverts the damage. So that's why it slices and peels away quicker. Okay. Cool. That's cool. Sick. Hell yeah. And now it's my turn. <laughs> Great. And you just compelled me to duel you. That's correct. Why would... Because Knight's Room has a death wish. <laughs> well, because now he won't attack the rest of you. Yeah, now he'll just... You're going to get him again! You're going to get him again! With the least you're, health you're right now. But I have person. the highest AC as well. What's your AC? AD, I should have killed him. <laughs> you should have I'm a bear. I, if, if he's flanked, so. does he have disadvantage on attack rolls? I suppose this keeps rolls? us from dying. Okay. Attacks now. All this right. Good. Well, I do here like come death. the first two punches, and I'll see how it goes from there. 20, 20. No, but it's a 19 and an 18. They both hit. I'm, I'm down again. But the well, rest of you guys now. are up. Not necessarily. He could roll like trash. Could be I could roll like trash. He could roll could like trash. trash. Could Never roll know. like trash. Not kind of like trash. Um, how so trash the, is it, though? The first hit is uh, six slashing. And two yeah. radiance, so, so one, one radiance, so seven. seven. So you're at one. One. <laughs> this is working twice. <laughs> now the second hit will definitively knock you to zero, so mm-hmm. you're dying again. Wounded two. Uh-huh. And now my bonus action punch. <laughs> this will be my death death if this hits, because it brings me two saves below, so that'll be it. Because I was wounded once, so I go down to dying, too. if you something when it's dying, it's a crit. I'm just going to pick this up, not remotely ominously. Oh, no! Is this it could have been because he is going to be dying, or is it my hands a crit are because it's, it's my initials, too? <laughs> oh, no! My hands are so sweaty. DJ, why did you do this? Yeah, why did you do that last time? <laughs> did move? you compel him to duel? <sighs> do you know how hard I work to keep him alive? <laughs> You're right. And I, he didn't attack any of the rest of you, which is what I was going for. Uh, I have is it possible? so many hit points left. He ab- Nesgrim absolutely would have put himself, after you saved me in the last, he 100% would have yeah, put it's, himself it's in fair. the way. Nesgrim yeah, is so selfless, he's selfish. Exactly. <laughs> Literally, yeah. Yeah, I understand. So, uh, you watch. You want to still hang out, though? <laughs> I mean, yeah, there's only like an hour left. I'll just sit here quietly. You, or if you want me to leave, I can also No, leave. no, you can hang out. I'm truly sorry. <laughs> sorry. Is there- you watch 
as the chakram on the first hit catches Nesgrim once more at like the under part where mm. the, the collarbones meet mm-hmm. and you watch as the figures of the fire disappear into his flesh and you see him begin to go limp against this man and the weight kind of drags it around and he just turns it and lets Nesgrim go limp on his chakram and pulls it out and you watch as a vacuous space appears in the throat of Nesgrim light leaving his eyes as he falls to the ground. Rip Nesgrim. To Sarah. Do you want to say a few words? Fuck him up. I mean, I'm going... Am I able to push through these people here to get to this you guy? Don't you don't to need get to. to. You're, you you're fine. You're trying to get to Ned's room. You yeah. can get to everybody else in the room. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to, like, roar at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I'm, I'm attacking him twice. Uh, I'm going to do one bite attack and one... Uh, slash attack, and that's plus. What, how much flanking do I have at this point? Five. Uh, it is. Yeah, it is advantage and plus five. Advantage and plus five. Mm-hmm. So for the first one, mm. you can play some sad music, Don. The bite is going to be. Uh, I mean, it's it's going to hit. It's uh, twenty three. Okay. To hit. Mm-hmm. Um. Actually, technically twenty. Still hitting. To hit, yeah. Um, I'll roll both of them. And the other one's gonna hit okay. as well. Um So the bite attack is going to do nine points of piercing damage. Nine? Yeah. And the he looks very bloodied. The slash attack. Oh, I've, I've never seen that happen before. I don't know what to do about I that. I see you take it. I don't think it's I. It's six and a one. They both play the and it's weird. Is the six on top? Yes, it is. <laughs> you can keep it. It looks flat enough to me. Yeah, it, it's pretty. It's pretty on there. Um, so that's going to be uh, eleven points of slashing. Eleven. Describe how you kill this man. I'm going to pulverize this guy. Like, take it away. Back away slowly. (laughs) 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 Um, Okay. Fuck him up. just watching this bear consume this fucking man. I I fight into like his neck at first. Okay. Tear it. Like tear it, and then. Well, I, that's not that's not the killing blow. Okay. The killing blow is, is the, claws. the claw. But I'm not gonna just stop. I'm gonna just yeah pound yeah. this yeah. guy. Yeah. Mush him. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <Can> you... 
And I will actually back up to the table and shield Mary, Mary Bell Bell's eyes. Yeah. Yep. This horrifying. I mean, it's nothing she hasn't seen in a Leonardo DiCaprio movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And you, you all watch as this teary-eyed bear rips asunder this man. And then somberly stands over the body of Nesgrim. Well, I'm, I'm going to turn back into... Retora first. And just... Combat has concluded. Uh, I'm going to get at those chakrams. Okay. They're I sick. will mm-hmm. drop to my knees in front of Nesgrim and attempt to uh, spare the dying. Yep. And you mutter words of magical consolation. And no light returns to your friend as he lays here on the ground before you. Thanks for the effort, though. I appreciate it. I knew it wasn't going to work, but, you know, I had to. Um, Thematic reasons, yeah. Uh, He's gone, I am sorry. Perhaps you can at least give him closure? Of course. I am sorry, Vitora. That I could not save your friend. You may want to look away for this, perhaps. <laughs> I just grab my dagger from the entryway. <laughs> you may want to turn. Everyone may want to not look at this, perhaps. Ritora, let's let him tend to Nesgrim's soul. We can check on Corin. Is Corin awake? Are you looking over in the direction of yeah. where you laid corn? Yeah. I mean, you see him just kind of like head back against the the stone wall, just kind of labored breathing. Oh, those bodies oh. are there. But breathing, good. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he looks, <laughs> so the puncture wound on his chest looks as though it is sealing. Same with the wounds on his face. And he just kind of looks out at all of you. What do you mean? He is gone. There is no light left in his eyes. I am unable to bring him back. Bring who back? Nesgrim. Oh, the, uh, special one. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) The the thirsty one. Indeed. Is, is there anything that you can do? That's how I'm going to go down in history. Nesgrim, thirsty one. <laughs> <laughs> the thir- Nesgrim so the thirsty. <laughs> Hi. Nesgrim the thirsty. <laughs> Hi, my name is Nesgrim the thirsty. <laughs> is there anything that you can do, Corin? Uh, let me see him. I just kind of step aside. Yeah, I mean, he uh, just kind of gingerly takes a few steps over. What was that? Um, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, okay. Sorry. Yeah, he just kind of gingerly lumbers over, and you hear kind of like the chains of his his belt kind of like rattle as he walks over, and he kneels in front of Nesgrim. Um, you might not want to look for this. I would like to see what happens. Uh, I am... No stranger to what you could possibly be doing. Is this something that he would want? Mm. <laughs> Will it make him undead? Can he? Would 
any of Can us a paladin be on know, him well enough? know him well enough or from conversations with him feel like the person who would know well enough is Retora. Retora. Yeah, I'll, I'll just, I, I will look <laughs> right. to Retora. I told you I'm very got sorry. Power of attorney. You have the life of your friend in your hands. I think this is up to you, Retora. You knew him better than any of us. Okay, have... <laughs> Five minutes. What would you have told me? About you. About yourself. You, okay. you, you, can't can't you, you, have, you have to you, fight for your life. You yes. may say for what conversations and who you were en route on the caravan That's in what your I was couple of days together, on our way there. What you would have told Ritora okay. of who you yeah, are. Yeah, it's like flashback conversation. Mm-hmm. Does this Absolutely. take part of the five minutes when mm-hmm. he's telling her this stuff? Yeah, it's this is Ritora's memory. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so I would have told you I was born in uh, Rarfley. You would have known um, that my father died similarly to the way that everyone else has been dying around here from the rot and such. Um, I would have told you when that was because it was literally this year. It's what made me come here. Mm-hmm. Um, I would have told you probably that I was sent by the sisters of the monastery. Um, I don't know if I would have told the sisters of acceptance, rather. Uh-huh. Different, different sisters. Yeah. Very different sisters. Um, <laughs> so different, the most different. Not at all the same. <laughs> sister, sister Anna, uh, or which one would have been the one? Thanks if you. Do you have a goal? Do you have a, something you're trying to accomplish? Yeah, I was literally just trying to find out why I became a fallen Alsimar, uh, as I was born and exiled for being one. Well, he's not was, gonna find that out yeah, yet. Nope. <laughs> I was born a fallen, like born a fallen Alsimar family was exiled to a different town where my father died and I lived up until this year when I came to Oshwamp to start to look into why I was born in Asamar, what that means and what would have led to me being here in this way. Yeah, and I also probably would have told you that uh, I my goal was to protect whoever I was with or protect those weaker than myself. Undead Paladin is so cool. It's really cool. I as I mean, if I have any say as to whether or not I'd like to be an undead paladin as DJ, that sounds cool and it'd be dope as shit. <laughs> I rest my case, <laughs> Your Honor. It'd be dope as shit. <laughs> dope as shit. <laughs> it, I mean, I'm a fallen Osmar, so I'm really not that far from undead as it was. You were running out of time, Sarah. Uh, Make the so call. I'm, I'm going. I. It's still going. I'm going to turn to Cora and say. I have to try. Try what? Can you do something for him? And he just picks up his hand and he points to the casket. Hurry. It's time to dig. What am I digging? What? I... The skulls. This... Amidst one you will find an encrusted crown. Okay. Bring it to me. And yeah, I'm gonna move the body. Move off the body. Uh-huh. You may roll an investigation check with advantage. Please make me an undead paladin because I don't know what that would even entail, and I'm excited to find out. Or it might just be nothing. Investigation, Hi. you said. Mm-hmm. Yep. With advantage, mm-hmm. fourteen. Okay, twenty. So you you crack oh, wait, through this pot. No, it's just Retora. Oh, she gotcha. runs over. You pour through this pile of skulls and you find at the base of it one that looks as though it is a a simple, almost like tiara, 
and it looks to be embedded with diamond. Hold it up. Hurry. Run it over to uh, mm-hmm. here. And you watch as he takes it. This was to be uh, a birthday gift for Mary Bell when she was born. But I can think of a better use. And he breaks it in half in his hands. And you watch as a small powdered diamond mist kind of falls over the chest of Nesgrim. And he lays his hand on you. And you all watch as this vibrating energy pulses around his hand. And Nesgrim, you take a breath at one hit point as the diamond dust illuminates and disappears from before you. Thank you for all that you have done for my family. Thank you for what you have done for our friend. It is my fault that they were here. It is only fair that he be given a chance. I stand up. Now that I'm, I have one breath, can I stand up yet? You're really fucking rickety tired. And yeah. really rickety. Yes, but I would I'm... say that you have definitively a level of exhaustion from returning from the actual dead. <laughs> Absolutely fair. Does uh, he look shaken? Huh? Does he look shaken? Him? Like, does yes. he look like he's seen some shit? Yes. <laughs> okay, I hand him my flask, and I'm like, here, take a pull. Shaken, not stirred. Yes, okay, good. Fatigue. Yes, you accept my flask. I, I do. I, I, it's I, real strong stuff. I absolutely accept your flask. I but first I thank Corn and so shake his hand thirsty. and hold a hand out to him. <laughs> yeah, thirsty you just boy. see he just kind Accepting of is holding the these these two segmented pieces of this small tiara, and he just kind of puts one into the other, and embraces your hand. Thank you. Thank you. Of course. I owe you. Ah, uh, no, friend, you do not. Um, I think you all should go and do not tell anyone what transpired here today. I will, and he just kind of gestures towards the bodies, dispose of these for you. Do you believe that there will be more of them? Um, no. The ones that found me were lying almost in wait as I approached the burnt home by the orphanage. I do not know how they knew I was coming, but, uh... Perhaps they could sense your approach? Perhaps. Or perhaps they have been waiting every night? I do not know. I know that the awakened have been looking for me but I do not know what would have led them to me now. Perhaps Ethir could find out more? I could. Be quick. I'm gonna sit on the ground. So I'm not standing. Yeah, I'm gonna... And who do you pick first? Ah, uh, it's gotta be Smoke Boy, I think. Okay. I'm gonna just position his body. <laughs> Sarah's gonna have fucking PTSD <laughs> from any time I touch this thing. <laughs> uh, and I will just close his eyelids and place my finger over his eyes. Fantastic. Uh, so, are you doing the last memory first? Yes. Correct. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. So that's usually the order. Yeah. 
All you see are his oh, hands. And this right in front of your face. Shaking. With tears falling from it. Staining this. Do I feel any different now that I'm up? Do I feel the same? Feel normal? You still feel like Bossamar Nesgrim. Um, nice. I totally want to search these bodies. Mm-hmm. Uh, particularly, I'd like to see if either of them had a pass on them that isn't a pass that I would be in possession of. Okay. Yeah. Uh, if you guys all want to make investigation checks, and then for me, we'll do the uh, percentile rolls afterwards. Don, if you want to read that aloud. <clears throat> I'm not going to make an investigation Yeah, this is going to be a, a mind fuck. Um, yeah, I guess I wouldn't either, because I'd be sitting on the ground trying not to move. Okay, so we'll resolve this first. Yeah. Uh, my beloved brother, I hope this letter finds you well and does not interrupt your studies in the library. Forgive me, but I must ask for your help. A pair of sisters have developed a sudden illness and are unfit to complete their normal duties. I even require the assistance of a small band of adventurers to maintain the daily operation and have requested that they seek out the old plague doctor. Only he could help. I am desperate, Augustine. If you could please spare a few days away from the sanctum, I would be indebted. I cannot wait to see you again. I am so proud of you for all your devoted service. Your loving sister, Lauren. So that's fucking cursed. <laughs> uh, Lawrence, since you are searching that well, one's body in particular. And I rolled a 16. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, you find literally that note rolled up in a bag on his person. Mm. Um, and then roll a percentile die for me. Uh, Billy, you said you wanted to take the chakrams. Yeah. Okay, so each are effectively the stat block of a short sword, where it is a d6. Nice. Mm -hmm. Super translatable. I mean, yeah, and it's also worth <laughs> so money to sell. were they each carrying two of them? Yes. Wow. Um, so there's four Does anybody total. want a chakram? Because I, I can't use four. I'll take one. Uh, okay. 79. For the percentile? Okay. Uh, roll a d20, please. That thing destroyed your neck. Yeah, it's going to your house out now. It's terrible. Ten. Hopefully they'll go Ten. away. Need a cough drop. <laughs> I only use bones. For cough drops? No, for weapons. Oh. I have this. Uh. It's a stick. Uh, give me literally one second while I look up the visual of this one. Oh boy. I'm sitting on the floor just in shock. At this point. So he's searching as I am currently. Mm -hmm. Okay. So they wouldn't have known <clears throat> what I saw then, yet. But I did find. This. Correct. Yeah, he literally finds one. it yeah. on his person. Yep. Want a little forgetful juice? Yes, Grim. Oh, uh, yes, please. Actually, I was offering to retort. You already oh. accepted it. No, yeah, I oh. sure did. <laughs> and, I, and I drank some. Get more. Alrighty, that's actually pretty fucking badass looking. Cool. What? <gasps> You're Batman! What is that? Yep. What is that? It's a mask. The eyes of the eagle. That makes me think of the eagle mask from Majora's Mask. You lead around the animals. Uh huh. Oh, that's the worst though. Again, should be in D&D &D Beyond for the <laughs> full uh, item stat block. Uh, did you distribute the uh, chakrams, Billy, or did you keep them all? Did no one want I them? I gave one to Nesgrim because he wanted one. Okay. Who else wants a chakram? Oh, 
sell one if no one else wants it. <clears throat> okay. Are you taking one? or Because I would say that he would be asking as you're concluding yeah. your ritual. Uh, sure, I can use it to cut up bodies. Okay, don't need to tell me that. <laughs> I'm going to tell you that. Okay. It would be much easier than the bone dagger to cut through bone. Mm. So you come yeah. out of your vision, Aether. Uh, well, this is not great. Um, this appears to be the brother of Sister Lauren. What? What? She that does asked, seem to be the case. Oh, you have the letter. I saw it in my vision. It was on his body. Would make sense. Perhaps you can look into the other one while. Yes, while we read the note. Yes. And so I'll you literally want to read to the it. other body and mm-hmm. pull his eyelids down and place my hand <clears throat> over his face. Yeah. So the last memory that you see of this man is he and the other figure standing amidst alleyways, watching over the burnt home foundation and watching and trailing as Corin steps through, enters the framework, begins digging in the snow. You watch as he turns towards the man that you saw and identified as Sister um, Lauren's brother and point over at him. And you watch as the two men begin to walk quietly over towards Corin, ambushing him, blinding him with light, not like actual yeah, yeah, sunlight, yeah but using light to daze and dazzle him, and then both leaping towards him and attacking him. And then you see Corin kind of disperse in this black mist and float away. Oh, okay. And the two of them trailing after the black mist. Quick question for you. Mm -hmm. Uh, Are any of the letter, are the capitalizations versus not capitalizations relevant on this? Mm -hmm. Okay. (laughs) What? Of course it is. Because um, I noticed there's... Yeah, yeah I noticed that too. Uh, just as a, a side question, uh, <laughs> the metal of this chakram, is it like just like an iron? Is it a steel? It's like an iron and then coated with a steel around the blade. Okay. Same with the um, the blades of the three wreathing flames that protrude out from it so you okay. have silver. Sweet. Mm-hmm. Um, I can see them waiting for Corrin to ambush him. Uh, they attacked and blinded you with some kind of light, and uh, then you turned to smoke and came back here very quickly. Yes, I tried to flee. I was hoping they would not be able to follow me, but I was not able to stay in that form for long. Why would Sister Lorne have wanted you dead? Or dead again? I do not know. That is very concerning. Perhaps she did not know that this would happen? Perhaps I am curious as to why she would have sent us to Corin unless she wanted to use it. Perhaps she might have attacked him inside the walls if she had not been charmed by him I am unsure okay I pull out the chakrams and just 
slice their heads off. Cool. Uh, nice. That's, I'm in shock, so it's fine. Mm-hmm. I don't... Nothing... Nothing, <laughs> nothing, nothing phases you just anymore at this pull point. Out the peeler. I just... I've, I've ruined one of them, so, like, seeing one of their heads chopped off really shouldn't bother me that much. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so it's gonna take time. So, I'm gonna walk over to Retora. Mm-hmm. Stand up. I should be kind of settled in. I shouldn't be so shaken yeah. anymore. Um, so I'm gonna walk over and go, um, Retora, I'm sure you had something to do with me coming back. It was Corrin. Yeah, I... I brought you back. Yes, I, I doubt Corrin would bring me back on his own, I'm sure. Someone... No, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, I'm just, just over should here. grind you up into mulch. I understand. Um, I doubt anyone else here would have mm-hmm. pleaded on my behalf, so thank you. Please stop dying. <laughs> I promise I'm doing my best. <laughs> I promise I'm doing my best, but you really just didn't want to see you go before you had guy. a chance to go on that date. Oh yes, I must go see. Oh, what was her name again? Nivara. <laughs> Nivara, that was it. What a fucking name! Nostrum the thirsty continues. <laughs> as I'm just whistling and skinning, like ripping the flesh from these heads, I was just going to say. Hi, very awkwardly, and then take you across the river had we not done this. I did say you all should go quite quickly. <laughs> yes, oh. I, I assumed that you would want this taken care of first, or perhaps you would like to just have their skulls to lock away in your chest. How's Marybelle? I mean, Marybelle's just kind of like sitting shaken in the corner, just looking at all of you now, just like her eyes closed, but kind of peeking. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, oh, this is terrible. Yeah, because oh. every once in a while she opens her eyes and sees a different, horrifying, unnerving thing. She's like, oh, why do I look? Oh, why do I keep doing this? It's like a train wreck. You have yeah. to look. I'm going to also use um, lay on hands and heal myself for five. Okay. Is that the full value of your pool now? Yep. Because five to corn, five to you, five to you. Or mm-hmm. five to yellow. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, and a corn's mind while he's scanning ahead. Mm-hmm. Um... <laughs> Yeah, well, he's, you know, just peeling it. Peeling the skin right the off that head. Inside. Blowing, mm-hmm. blowing the skin, blowing the skin <laughs> right <laughs> off of yeah, it. I bit my mouth over his and blow it up like a balloon. Oh. Um, <laughs> into Corrin's mind. Uh, you seem to think that we should hurry away. Do you have reason to believe that there's more danger? I do not know how the awakened communicate with one another. I know that they travel in pairs. If there is more danger, then perhaps you as well should vacate this place? Uh, yes, um, I had plans to take Marybelle, um, somewhere safe, safer than here. I hope I have an idea for helping her. Do you think you will ever be able to return to here after this? Um, I believe should, um, should I possibly hide things well enough, this could look, uh, he just kind of looks over at the casket full of skulls. Probably not, no, actually. (laughs) There's far too much for me to hide. I believe I must just, yes, abandon this place and attempt to find a new home. Um, first I must take Marybelle deep into the Fellwood. And bargain with the hags. Do you think that will work? I can think of nothing else to save my daughter. What will you bargain? 
You're in, never mind. You're talking to him in your head, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, I believe that Ether uh, spoke of bargains when he read the CL. It did not go so well for her. I know, but I. I see no other option for restoring my daughter to what she should be, and I don't care about payment anymore. Perhaps you could tell me what else you know of the sisters, the names that you have found while Ethier finishes up here. Should we not see each other again? It might be best that we know all that we are able before we part. I know only that uh, there was rumor of Sabrina when she was permitted to the sanctum and passed on her directory of the orphanage that she did not remain in the sanctum long. I do not know where she went, but Carolyn was quite close with Isabel, and Isabel could not... Her letters could not reach her in the sanctum. Wherever Sabrina went, it was not there, or was not there for long. Do you think that it is related to these... Awakened ones that came seeking you? Ah, uh, it could be. The... I suppose you could say the limited knowledge that we have of the Awakened is that they serve a, a vital purpose to the Sanctum. Most of them function other roles inside of the city, hidden and discreet in plain sight. Uh, most of them live lives that would not draw attention to them once they have been awakened. So these tattoos are something else? These tattoos I have not seen on other awakened before, but I have never seen awakened myself up close, only those that I have been told to beware of. And those men, no, did not bear these tattoos. I do not know what these markings mean. Of course. They look fresh. Perhaps for this very purpose? Perhaps it. And he just kind of like leans over the one that you're skinning and just kind of inhales deeply. Smells good. It is far too fragrant to be. Ambrosia. Yes. Far too delectable to be something of inconsequential financial value. Whatever these men are bathed in. If you are going to relocate and you do not believe that you can hide the evidence of your being here, you seem to think that putting Amber's skull in that coffin would keep her 
as she is currently. There is something about this dirt, and he just kind of slowly descends his hand and digs up part of it once more and lets it fall through his fingers. And then he points over towards the area of the casket, and you see vines breaking through, lapping at the blood as it pools on the dirt. Almost like if you were to see a creature digging below it and the dirt grows and turns Mm -hmm. and begins to part and rubble as fragmented pieces begin to shift and shake like tremors. Something about this dirt uh, not only consumes actual life itself, but... And he points over to where Ether is working, and you can see that the dead men, for where they rest in the dirt, you can see that the dirt shakes around the perimeter of them, almost like it's vibrating. Have have I seen anything like that? Nope. The area where you were was not rampant with death. <laughs> as far as you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But here it sure is. It's always the whispers. And unfortunately, I just added one to its body count. Yes, you did. <laughs> and then got back up. So did I subtract that one, or does it stay there? It subtracts. It didn't eat you yet. Are there... <laughs> yeah. We gotta go. Are there others like Amber that are being stored here for this purpose? Uh, no, I have not claimed the lives of any of the others that I have known. Only... Ones that they had chosen. I was able to get to some of them before they were, well, changed. Is there anything that we can do to make sure that her skull is not recovered from this place? Well, at the bottom of the casket is not wood. It will feed and take what is enchanting her and drain it. Do you think that that will have happened already? It might. It usually does not take long to feed. Whatever it is. Um, so... There's vines lapping up the blood next to the casket. Mm-hmm. Um, can I approach the casket um, in a way that's not near the vines? Yeah, yeah, and they're not like far or high up it. Sure, they would only like, maybe be a few inches, like mm-hmm. protruding out, like tendrils, like flat. sprouts. Yes. Um, would I still be able to find the skull that you would is associate hers? with Amber's? Uh, yeah, I mean, as you look through, you no longer see one that looks like it possesses Amber's facial features or hair, as though it okay. has been consumed. Sure. Yeah, because you would also recognize the markings since I stabbed her in the forehead, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. So is there one You that's find a, a skull, yes, that has a, a blunt force trauma style wound right here in the center of the and forehead. And the walls down here are what? Uh, the walls are along the bottom. It's very similar to ours, where it has like some stone-laden sh- structure and then dirt. You. Um, I'm gonna pull that skull out and mm-hmm. uh, place it against the wall and stomp it into a bunch of pieces. Yeah, so you <laughs> smash the shit out of the skull, and a bunch of little skeletal fragments remain, and that's it. I'm gonna throw them to the vines that are in the dirt. Very good. <laughs> yeah, you watch as the vines just kind of curl around 
gripping. And then the dirt parts. And it pulls it down. And they descend. I never thought I'd be happy to see that. Hmm. Me neither. But whatever it is, it is uh, impartial to what it feeds on. I hold up two freshly cleaned skulls. Do you want this in the box or should I banish their souls? I don't think they deserve banishment. No? For what they did? No. Some punishments deserve to be... And he just kind of looks at himself. Eternal. Hmm. That's pretty eternal. They'll be stuck in limbo forever. Limbo, you say? Unable to cross the river. I am the only one that can guide them. If I banish them, they are trapped. You... Have seen Limbo? It's what I call it, I'm not certain that that is what it is, but I have seen the wisps of other unfortunate souls caught there, unable to cross. It is simply what I refer to it as. Very well. Send it to your Limbo. Banishment it is, and I pull out my stuff and place mm-hmm. the first skull on there and ignite the flames below it and okay. close my eyes and <laughs> huff, huff in that skull smoke. Mm-hmm. The limbo rock begins to play. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, so you all watch as uh, these fumes kind of gather around the, the chin and jawline of Ether, and he inhales deeply and you watch. Vapors slide through his nose and his eyes close and he shakes almost like tremors uh which one would you like to do first uh, i'm gonna do smoke man again so lauren's brother yeah lauren's brother yep okay yeah so you see this man uh not with his white robe on you see him simply in a gray vest and brown pants and brown boots just kind of gazing off into the distance he does not have tattoos on his face you are Lauren's brother. And he just kind of turns towards you. How do you know my sister, sir? We met her in the orphanage. We helped her. I suppose you're a part of that band, then. We are. Thank you for helping her. I wish I could have. Why did you do what you did here today? What did I do? You attacked the plague doctor, as described in her letter to you. He is a monster. Why do you say that? Have you looked at him, sir? It is not... What is on our surface that makes us a monster, it is what is inside. And I just wave my hand and banish his soul. Cool. Yeah. You watch as he fades away from your vision and your eyes open. If you'd like to crush this. And do the same thing? Yep. Physical banishment. Yeah, let's take the next one, pop it on. Mm-hmm. Ignite yeah. the flame. And you see this man again, uh, same attire. Um, like I said, bald, uh, not fully bald, but very short, buzzed black hair, uh, a short black beard, green eyes, 
And he's just kind of standing here, also looking off into the distance, confused. Why have you done what you did here today? I don't know who you are. It is not relevant. You are not who I expected to see here. And who did you expect to see? Close the door. Hmm. Funny how that works, doesn't it? I suppose so. Why did you attack the plague, Doctor? Didn't think I needed a reason. I was told. Who told you? Why should I tell you? I don't even know who you are. My name is Ethier, and I will decide your fate today. I Whether think my you... fate has been decided, sir. It appears it has. And I just... Yeah, and as you lift your arm, he turns and begins to walk away in the direction of what you know is rushing water. You don't understand what you're doing. And you watch as his figure vanishes from your sight, disappearing into an ethereal mist. And your eyes open. And another one for you. That's spooky. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm gonna um, destroy both of these skulls and scatter the fragments into the dirt where the vines are at. Okay, yeah. And you watch as, again, vines, you know, the majority of the earth that is uh, soiled and stained with this blood from this man who has obviously fallen off of the casket and being, you know, consumed as well. Uh, you watch as the skull fragments are also the dirt peels apart and small sapperling-like vines grip them tightly and pull them beneath. You, when Ethier performs his rituals in this closed, vacuous space, get a horrifyingly familiar visualization as the fog, the smoke, mm. from his brazier reminds you of what happened before you woke up, as though the air itself feels familiar. Mm. That same, uh, I guess we'll mm. say, not odor, but consistency of his smoke feels similar to the fog that rolled in in your dream. Mm. Weird. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so um, I think it's time for us to go. Yes, perhaps. They said nothing useful. Simply that they were doing what they were told. They did not say by who. It is unfortunate. They are useless. Perhaps we shall... They didn't say why they attacked. We could uh, ask Sister Lauren ourselves. I don't think... We should tell Sister hey, Lauren we that we killed your brother. <laughs> Why did he attack us? I don't believe we should tell Sister Lauren that we've killed another person who is close to her. Maybe people close to Sister Lauren should stop trying to kill us. <laughs> I would agree with you. I don't think we should tell her that. True. I am unsure if, based on this letter, it is Sister Lauren's fault that this happened. Perhaps. She simply notified interested parties that the plague doctor was in town. And still alive. And they were following other orders. It's possible. Um, 
It does not seem like she... While they're talking about this, I'm mm-hmm. going to turn to Corrin and, and to his mind. Mm-hmm. If you are going to go north into the Fellwood, and you are going to vacate this place, perhaps I could have the notes that you have taken here. Ah, uh, my journals. In case you do not return. Uh, Fear that perhaps we are in this too deep. Someone may need to continue your work. Indeed. I must concentrate on Mary Bell's salvation and sadly put aside these sisters for now. You are welcome to it. I'm going to begin gathering them. I will... Should I return, assist you in whatever way that I can. I would appreciate that. These sisters do not deserve life or death. Mm. They deserve, as your friend has said, banishment. I agree. I believe they are a danger to the people of this city. Indeed they are. And he just kind of stands up and he walks over towards Mary Bell and he extends his hand down towards her and she kind of gingerly extends and takes his palm and he assists her up. And you can see now the areas in which he was injured have completely healed and he just encases her in his white robe. So cool. And she vanishes from your sight. He's so cool. Uh, I suppose you'll be leaving then. I am sorry that I have drawn you into this vicious part of the city. I fear we've drawn you into it as well. Life has always been vicious in my eyes. Be safe. I will try, child. Thank you. (laughs) And he begins walking her towards the door, and you can see that he is, like, effectively squeezing and elevating her in his arm. As he's walking out, I hold out the, I can't remember the word for it, effectively the fist weapon. Chakram. The chakram. Chakram. I hold that out to him. Corrin, would you like this? Or Diabolist, would you like this? Uh, no, I would recommend you keep those hidden. Noted. Do not sell them. Oh. Noted. I'm gonna, in my bag... Pull yeah. Out, <laughs> uh, pull out a piece of. That's why I didn't want one. Um, bone Cursed? jewelry. Church, Church weapons. Uh, mm-hmm. From my bag and mm-hmm. cast light on it. Mm-hmm. Corin. Mike. Yes. I pull out my bone jewelry <laughs> and cast light on it. Uh, for Mary Bell. Uh, thank you. Light of my life she is. And you watch as he just kind of slightly opens his robe and drops it down in, and you see this light just kind of like illuminating underneath his chin. (laughs) That won't do. (laughs) And he just seals it. Not a big fan of light. But I must hurry before the sun rises. I I turn the light off. Very good. (laughs) Thank you. Uh, Sorry. The... The writing that he had on the walls in this area, mm-hmm. are they in, are they like, 
carved into the walls. Yeah. They're like engraved at like the the edges of where the stone would conclude. Yes. They're carved into the stone itself. Like They're a... carved into the stone. Yes. Um, he used his nails. I was oh. going to say you could use like a piece of paper and like the... Uh, and trace them. Yeah. I'm going to summon uh, the blade mm -hmm. uh, in some sort of fashion that okay. I believe would be good for destroying these. Sure. Or defacing so... them to some degree. Like the kind of blunt face of like a warhammer, theoretically, because if you wanted to try to break the stone and just like crack the area in which they occupy. Yeah, I'd like to get the writing off of these walls. Yep. Yeah, I'll say that it takes you a few moments, but yes, you, um, you know, you guys are all in the area once more, and you see see the ethereal blue pale light that kind of encases Yalumlo's sword, and you watch. It almost looks as though the metal itself melts away and the pale light seals the metal and then reshapes into the face of a warhammer oh i just raise a bone um can you do that with this i do not think so that would make my job much easier that is fine <laughs> corin put the leg bone back in my uh yes boy is there anything i should know about how I was revived. I remember falling unconscious. Um, is there anything I should know about my current being? Your uh, your friend Ritora saved you, not me. You watch as he opens the door. Okay. And he steps out into the landing. Okay. And you hear the door shut. And you hear footsteps echoing up. Okay. And you're all standing here. We um, should probably go. We should yeah, get when I have to finish breaking this down. Mm -hmm. And then... Yeah. Like I yeah, said, a few minutes would go by. Chakras? We gotta dispose of them somehow. I'm gonna hide mine in my cloak somewhere. Mm -hmm. Can I look at mine? Yeah. So it's got um, like almost a straight bar for yeah. the handle where it is padded for the palm itself. Mm -hmm. It extends out uh, in, in metal, again, mm -hmm. uh, it is not sharpened, and then as it hedges the curvature, yeah. it sharpens. So, like, it's slightly sharp, slightly sharp, really sharp, but again, the three spokes of three flames that wreathe out, they are kind of um, forged, like, smelted onto them, Ooh. and they are uh, also in silver. So the blade itself looks like it is iron, and then it becomes like a silver coating around the edges okay. as though uh, metallurgy was used to forge these together and encase them with silver. Um, I it. Uh, I'll let you finish first. Uh, can druids use metal weapons? No, right? You we won't can't... wear armor made of metal and you yeah. will not use metal weapons either as far as... Or no, because you don't... I don't remember, honestly. I don't, It'd be I something to look up. I know yeah. definitively that they won't use metal or shields mm -hmm. made of metal, or armor or shields made of metal. I would have to assume weapons follow suit. Probably. That's but... why quarterstaffs. Mm -hmm. and... Yeah, clubs and things like that, yeah. slings. But yeah, genuinely, off the top of my head, don't remember. Uh, Yalumlo. Yes. Is this something that you think Clark might purchase? We were told not to sell these. Yes, but... Clark seems to deal in things that are perhaps less than savory. I think for now it would be best if we kept this to ourselves. 
Then if someone else would like to hold this, I have never committed a crime and would like to not start with this. I... You just stabbed a guy. Suppose I'll hold that one as well then. Self-defense. He He never touched you. He attacked a friend. (laughs) Yeah, so I'm going to hide both of them then under my cloak. Thank you. Uh, I'm going to gather fragments of the stone that I've broken. Okay. Um, With the intent that there would not be a way to restore this to figure out what was written here. Absolutely. You store a a few chunks in your bag, adding a couple of pounds of weight to you, Mm -hmm. but not anything that would, I would assume, push you to figure out the details of that later. Yep. Cool. You're all standing here and... Uh, Let's go. I think it's time for us to leave. I want to make sure I have enough maggots in my... Mm-hmm. Little, little yeah. jar. So you kneel down and collect a few more maggots. Mm-hmm. With the dirt, not mm-hmm. just the maggots. Getting the dirt in. I don't have to establish that I get the dirt along with the okay. maggots. Sure. I, I think I know Yeah, now. we would be assuming yeah. that you would do both of yeah. those details together. Yeah. So you kneel down, collect as you push mm-hmm. in a few more fragments. And I'm just going to turn to Nesgrim. Don't make me use this. Okay, I won't. I don't know what you would use that for, but I don't want to know either, so I won't. You slept, it's the... You slept in it just last, last night. Oh, yes, that's right. That's ago, right, I forgot about that. Two deaths ago. That's <laughs> right. I die so frequently, it's hard to keep track. <laughs> um, if I've gathered all the notes and the pieces of stone, I'm going to start heading for the door. And okay. I'm going to turn back before I head out the door. Uh, it has been a couple of days since the accident. Beyond the wall, I think perhaps I should... Return to my home. Figure out a couple of things. Right. Where is your home? I'm staying here in Slumsworth. Uh, would you mind terribly if we stayed with you? Uh, your sorry. home is, yeah, not the size yeah. to accommodate okay. multiple people. And I was going to say, it, <laughs> I have an arrangement with an innkeeper. I do not think that I could... Afford the space. Understood. We should probably check back in with uh... Luna. No. Oh, that—that's right. That was a bar, not a. Um, and I would tell them where. I don't want to dig through my notes. Cause sure. We're coming up on the end. But yeah. That way they know the where to find lady. me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nice. In slums west. Correct. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, uh, as we make our way towards the door, in. What was Corin's basement? Mm-hmm. Ritora, as you are kneeling here, collecting dirt, pushing maggots, and you extend the vial up towards Nesgrim and say, Do not make me use this. You feel. slightly crawling up your leg, a gripping sensation, squeezing at your calf and your shin. And we will conclude there. Oh, Jesus. Uh, Oh, I took the death away from them. Yes, you did. Oh, no. A life is (laughs) over. The vines don't like you. The vines didn't like me from the beginning. Well, we're alive, or rather, mostly alive. You're technically not alive. What? And, and he's not undead. Yeah, I mean, that's why I was asking Corn if, like, I should oh, know anything. Okay. okay. Yeah, yeah, I'm good. That's no, why I, I want. There is, uh, I don't want to. I don't the know power what. Of friendship. Yeah. <laughs> I don't the power of friendship. know exactly what Corin did, but I believe 
I revivify have mm-hmm. uses a diamond mm-hmm. Correct. as, as oh, the okay. component. So. That makes sense. Hmm. Fair enough. Thank you, Corn, for no. Oh, well, thank you, Corn and Retora, for saving my life. Yeah, thank you for having a twenty in his reputation. <laughs> yeah, true. Genuinely, he yeah. would not have done that had you guys not capped his reputation. Yeah, had she not said it, given the reasons that she gave, I'd have killed you. Because yep. I, thanks. I, I like. He would have made sure you stayed dead. Yeah. 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 I mean, I. I'm not going to unnecessarily save people because that's such a like honor for Aether. I understand. So <laughs> you can't dilute it. You yeah. can't waste it on everybody or it doesn't mean as much. Yeah. I understand. Um anyway, friends, thank you very much for watching. If you're new here, make sure you follow so you can find us again. We are live three to four times a week. Um we will be live on Wednesday with Princes of the Apocalypse tomorrow. Uh and if you wanna talk about Friday briefly. We've got a special... Uh, yeah, super fun thing this Friday. Uh, we were going to announce it on Sunday, but sadly Kelsey was sick, and she is ideally going to be fine for Friday. If not, I'll fucking make her do it anyway, because <laughs> she's going to DM a Miznax one-shot. Uh, she is happily calling it Miznax's Meat Grinder. We will be in all Goblin Brigade digging in the caves for shinies for Miznax. Mm-hmm. Uh, it will be her first time DMing. She is incredibly excited. I have been uh, assisting her slightly in how to do prep work in preparing for a one-shot. Oh, so uh, we're all going to die. Yeah. Craft, <laughs> crafting some, you know, horrifying things for us to discover deep in the dark in the caves. But hopefully there's shinies at the end of that tunnel. Uh, if not, it might be a worm. Uh, did, didn't give you any hints. Uh, you know. Fuck it, but she'll probably kill us several times, so we'll prepare multiple characters. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit, I case. hadn't considered that. Many support goblins. Probably, yeah, because I would genuinely consider doing the support goblin-y stuff, so this way it's oh, a yeah. meat grinder for a reason. Yeah, I can, I can leave that, that stuff up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we will do our best to get through Kelsey's horrifying brain <laughs> and survive, mm-hmm. if possible. Yeah, Most we likely won't. not. It's going to be fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think you guys will, will really enjoy it. I'm very excited. Mm-hmm. I've come I up with, well. a, with a hilariously terrible character mm-hmm. uh, that and John and I talked about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> very excited to... I'm very proud of him. <laughs> very excited to play. Um, like, legitimately a character that I would consider using the concept for in an like, actual campaign at some point. Oh, no. Just <laughs> <laughs> terrified Sarah real quick. Um, yeah, if you're new here, words. you can go to our website, notgreatrpg.com, to find out more about us. We've got lists of all of our campaigns. We've got text recaps for the main ones. Uh, they also get put on YouTube and turned into a podcast, uh, one of two podcasts that you guys can go listen to. So we're very accessible content-wise that you can catch up and, and watch more stuff from us. Um, but yeah, so we'll be live. Yeah, do it sooner rather than later. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, so we will be live tomorrow at 6 p.m. Eastern, Friday at 6 p.m. Eastern, and then Sunday we will be live earlier in the day. We were going to have to cancel, but we've managed to shift it earlier in the day because we have plans during the evening. Um, So we will be live at 1 p.m. Eastern time instead of 6. So it is Mm. a five-hour shift backwards uh, for Tales of Setnor. So I hope you guys will all join us for that. Um, But yeah, thank you guys very much for watching tonight. We will see you all tomorrow. Tomorrow evening for my new character because I'm dead. Yay! That's right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. yep. Goodbye, everybody. Bye, friends. Good night. Goodbye.